Your aunties could never. I'm Auntie AK and I'm here with Auntie Farah, Auntie Nana, Auntie Shade. How are you? My oh gosh, this is sorry, this is your aunties could never episode 80. Getting up there. We are on episode 80. How are you, my ladies? Good, 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 good. 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 Fast Tuesday in the mix of it, but we're good. I know it's busy for everybody, everybody, everybody. Um. Okay, Auntie Farah, take it away. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Bruv, if I ever tell you about my day, hold on a second, give me two minutes. Chat about yourselves, you know. Um, Go on, tell us a story. I wasn't, I I told someone that I fancied them this morning. No. What, really? What, for real, for real, you fancied them? No, I I see this person about and I think they're cute. How did it go? I have no idea. They haven't responded. <laughs> oh my god! How did you? Oh, you like text it? Yeah, because they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be somewhere, and they couldn't make it. And then I was like, you know what? On a side note, I think you're right. You know, <laughs> but I don't know. How to <laughs> I don't know why I'm so gassed by this. <laughs> you're definitely braver than me, mate. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know oh. why. I've been so busy. I've been able to, I normally I would call far and be like, oh my God. I can't um, even believe that you did that. I don't even know who it is that you did it to. Like, I, 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 I need to know. Yeah. Details when we're off air. All yes. of us will Oh, amazing. All right. So at the moment now, we're just waiting for the person to respond. Back. And the thing is, I don't actually feel stressed because I feel comfortable enough. Obviously, I felt comfortable enough to do that. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's weird. I, I don't feel scared to do these things if I feel like. Actually, no, I don't think I'm scared to let people know. It's just the okay. fallout. I can't have to. <laughs> I just don't say nothing. I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like you taking the balls by the horns and, and actually, like, putting it out there. I think that's good. It's much it's better. Good. Well done to you. Okay, I have got some questions which kind of relate to your, your nonsense. Um, <laughs> okay, would you rather lick someone's eyeball or suck someone's toes? Definitely An open eye. eye. An open eye. Yeah, I would have to look at eyeball. Like that. Not like, yeah, that would be quick. I could do an eyeball. It's probably going to be more uncomfortable for them than it is for me. As long as they haven't got eye matter and bullshit now. It's more comfortable for me. Definitely. So, eyeball, 100%. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to do a, a, a pedicured toe. Over an eyeball? Yeah, I can't even imagine it. The thought of it is just making me squeeze. But you're saying you're going to... Anyway, some people suck toes. A pedicure toe. You've just had a pedicure. You've come out of the pedicure. I can suck your toe then. It's clean. Listen, I I don't care if your toes were pedicured by the pedicure champion of the world. I'm not (laughs) sucking nut at all. No, thank you. No, no, (laughs) no, no, and no. I'd lick both their eyeballs over sucking a single toe. <laughs> All right. Would you rather wear the same pair of underwear for a week or wear your mother's clean underwear for a day? That's a ridiculous, easily, easy. I'll wear my mum's clean underwear. Panties are clean. Mum's. 100%. My mum's a neat freak. 
And it's my mum. In what situation? Hold on, wait. Just wear your underwear for a week, yeah? Yeah. No, I'm just saying it doesn't say dirty underwear. It just says your wear. It's the same underwear for a whole week. That's what I'm going to repeat it. Just double check in. You know I was going to side one and say I'll wash it. But no, yeah, my mum's clean underwear. Why would that be? How's that? Who would say yes to dirty underwear for a week? Someone who's scornful of their mum. Yeah, yeah. You know, some people can't stand their mum, so they'd probably be like, "No, I'm never wearing her underwear." Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, I said definitely mum's underwear, hundred percent. Would you rather have nipples for toes or toes for nipples? (laughs) 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 Would you rather have toes where your nipples are or nipples? Where your toes are. The thing is, yeah, if you had toes instead of nipples, you've only got two of them. Whereas if you had nipples instead of, <laughs> you got ten of them, right? You got so you're going to have ten toes on your breast. No, no, no. One toe. You have two. No, it would be two toes on your breast. Yeah, two well, toes yeah. nipples on your feet. Yeah. And ten and ten nipples on your feet. On your feet, yeah. <laughs> no, because nipples nipples are sensitive, and can you imagine rubbing them in your shoes? Any, imagine that when you're coming on. <laughs> no, but they, are they going to act as nipples or just be the the, the image of a nipple? nipple? Toes. There's their right. nipples, so I'm assuming they function like nipples. If they didn't function like nipples, then I'd have nipple toes. Yeah, because no one would see them. Really, so never wear open toe shoes ever again in your life. Ever, it's fine. It's so I'm, I'm you get, and you can get prosthetic feet. Yeah, you could get toe caps. <laughs> I think I'm taking the nipples that are toes, like toe, toe nipples. You have a nail on your nipple. Do you know why? Because I can cover that up with tic tape. <laughs> No, well, no. Put toe shoes. Well, you still got toes, so the nail is gonna grow. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I don't even know. I hate, I hate this conversation. It's horrible. I can't even. I don't even want to picture it. I hate Can it. Imagine if you've got hair on your toes, on your nipples. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> I don't want it. It would be. I expired. I, 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 I died. They presented me with the thing, and I was like, "It's all right. I'll die. It's fine. I don't want. I, I'm not collecting." You're not allowed to die. You have to pick oh, one. That is gross. Come on. Oh, I'm going for... Okay. Toes, toes, red, and nipples. One more, and that's it. Which one? Toes, where the nipples are. You want? Boobs, I, need what I say. Okay. Last one. Would you rather have fluorescent pubic hair or extra long? Pubic hair. Fluorescent. That's a, fluorescent's a bad Yeah, I think fluorescent pubic hair would be wicked. Yeah. Fluorescent all day long. Yeah. It could be it could be like shaved neon up. pink. Neon gold. Yeah, man, that's wicked. Remember Firkins? Remember they tried to make Firkins a thing? Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Yeah, man. So when you're, so when you're having um you know exactly where everything is yeah like, um, what is it uh, ultraviolet pom-pom yes. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't even i wouldn't even mind people knew like that you see that girl there her pom-pom's ultraviolet it glows in the dark it's nuclear <laughs> her pom-pom is nuclear that's what i'm saying <laughs> absolutely amazingly wonderful yep I don't like shaving, so yeah, I'd have ultraviolet. 
fluorescent people. And that is that. <laughs> okay, thank you, Auntie Farah, for your mad game. Um, <laughs> well, who are you welcoming to the family, Auntie Nana? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can you know step what? in this. Go oh, on. No, I don't. Uh, I, I, I can't even lie. I don't have one because the person I was thinking of, we've done her before. Okay, I will throw in the cheat. But um, Malachi Kirby, who we. Yay! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I'll talk about it later. But yes, um, Malachi Kirby for being an all-round, wonderfully talented human being, genuine, humble and sweet. Um, uh, I'll talk about the event later, but definitely he received the first blacklisted Impact Award the other day at my event. Um, but he's genuinely a deserving, wonderful actor. Check him out. He was in Roots. He was in Black Mirror. Um, he's also going to be in a new production of Anansi, a new series produced by um, Lenny Henry. And he's got some other projects coming. He's going oh, to be he's doing big things. He's represented by Identity Agency Group. Um, and Malachi is a genuinely sweet soul. So that's welcome to the family. As a family. Nephew. Nephew. He's a bit younger, isn't it? Yeah, he's in his 30s. Yeah, he's a nephew. Yeah. But can I just say, why are you going to talk about it later? We've got other things to discuss later. Let's talk about this now. Let's talk about your week now. Now that the week has gone, we can talk about your week. It's my glad. It's my glad. It's my glad. You can still have it. A glad is like a minor thing. This what you went this through last week. Things. It's not a two-second thing. This is a big, we need to discuss it as aunties in this forum type of thing. This is not, oh, I'm glad, oh, if way I, no. I wasn't going to do that either. I was going to take that to Okay, you weren't, because your glad is never little. But my point is, <laughs> that was two birds, one stone, really, me telling you about making well, your glad smaller. Um, oh, um, also discussing the powerhouse that is you. How about that? Yeah. What, did, what, did, what did you do? Oh, my God. I feel like it's just discombobulated the thing. Um, <laughs> I'm glad now. Um, you can still have it as you're glad. But fill us in. Let everybody know what took place, man. So last week, Auntie AK started the podcast by saying that she couldn't talk about a particular thing that she was going to do, but she couldn't talk about it because it was very, very low-key and she couldn't talk about exactly. it. Exactly. My whole week was bad. Okay, so first of all, um, I was, I, I think I spoke about that. I'm hosted the um press conference for Harder Day Four, which is coming out very soon. So I should have my dates. I meant to have that up. The Harder Day Four, which is um a James Samuel film, um, Western basically, it's really, really good, um, really fun. And I hosted the global com- press conference for that. It also stars Idris Elba, Regina King, and all sorts. Who was um, at the press conference? And at the press, well, the press conference had um James Samuel, the director, he's from Harrow Road, West Londoner, who's done his this amazing debut film. They met the producer, James Lasseter, who also produced, produced King Richard, which is coming out, which is the film Will Smith did about the Serena sisters, about the Williams sisters. Oh, okay. Sorry. He also produced this. Uh, he was there. Then um, Jonathan Majors, Lakeith Stand, no, Jonathan Majors, Rakeith, Regina King and Idris Elba. So that press conference was um, basically when they, a, a film comes out, they get the panel, they get all the world press to sit down and ask questions and I chaired the conversation, which is huge because I've done Q&As before, but I haven't done anything on this scale. So that was amazing. That was hosted at the Mayfair Hotel. Also that week, I went to um, a party celebrating the Harder Day Fall. That was hosted by Idris. That was fun um, at Stork Restaurant. Um, it's an African fusion restaurant in Mayfair. Also very Ooh. fun, very great, very wonderful. And then there was a Harder Day Fall premiere. And that... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, who what? did you meet at the after party? I haven't even got there yet. 
Oh, okay. no, we're not at that party oh, yet. No, 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 no. It's just party. Um, actually, in attendance at Idris's party was like Jonathan Majors again. Um, oh yeah, who did you take a picture with? King Beanie Man. Like girl, like no, no. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired. My brain is not ready for this. So, okay. she took a picture with Beanie Man, who actually reposted it on his own page under the heading so "Black Excellence." Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So Beanie Man was there. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the party. Beanie Man was and, there. Yeah, and DJ Spoonie did some wicked DJing as well. It was a fun, fun night. Tiny Temper was there and other names were there and stuff like that. That was fun. Um, and then there was a premiere of How Do They Fall, which was huge. That was at the Royal Festival Hall. It opened London Film Festival, which is huge for a British black um, director making his debut film. That is huge. And um, the film's also executive produced by Jay-Z and Jay-Z was there. That was huge. Um, he came up on the stage, said he didn't actually talk, he just introduced himself. And then um, in, and then we got rumor that Beyonce was in the crowd and she was, we saw her when she left. The film was really good, like I said. And then afterwards there's the after party and then there was the after after party, a secret location. And I just rounded off that night jamming in the same place as Jay-Z and Beyonce, which was insane, absolutely insane. And um, what else and happened while you were there? Oh my God, you don't remember more than me. What else happened when I was there? You not, I, did you not meet Jay-Z's hand. I met him, I spoke to him. Our WhatsApp chat is better than this rundown. apologize to our listeners, yeah? Yeah. I mean, she she if I if we could play the voice that, that she sent us in her drunken state after the um the party, you lot would be as gassed as we are. Oh, do you know why? Do you know what it is? Because every I haven't had a chance, you know, I actually haven't had a chance to really process all the things that have happened. And because I was caught off, I hadn't even processed how I was gonna talk about it or anything. My bad. Yes, I spoke to him. I shook his hand in the first after party and I was like, hi, I said something nonsense. Like I chaired the press conference. He was like, hello. I said, I don't know what he said. Then he was, um, then, we, then I moved away from him there. Then at the second after party, I then I was like, my cousin was with me. She was super shy. So I was like, please, can you say hello to my um, shy cousin? And he was like, hi, shy cousin. So that's forever in her memory that Jay-Z called her a shy cousin. She keeps saying, no, but Jay-Z said shy cousin to me. Jay-Z said shy cousin to me. And it was just mad to see him jamming. I mean, obviously he's a human, obviously he's a human, but it's Jay-Z. And he was jamming to tunes and it, like there was a little Manny Norte played like a little Jay-Z set. That was amazing. Um, and Jay-Z was just jamming. And then I turned around and then I just saw Beyonce. I don't know where she magic from, but she magic somewhere. She was behind me and then she got up and yeah, she had a little bubble and then she went and then it was just fun. Mad. Did Beyonce, did Beyonce say hello to you? I, the thing is, do you know what I, I don't know what I did. All I know is I put myself in her line of positioning of walking, and I think I might have touched her wrist or something. And she smiled, <laughs> she was wearing a mask, obviously, because I don't know, like she was wearing a mask anyway. So I don't know what I did, but I know I did some sort of formal, kind of some sort of informal touching of her hand or something as she went past, and I smiled <laughs> and she smiled. Did she did Beyonce smell really nice? I didn't get that. I didn't do that. I didn't go. No. I didn't do that. Told you to go about something. <laughs> the aunties told me to be inappropriate at these types of things. And I'm yeah. like, I don't you had one, one challenge. Go up to somebody, yeah. give them a what hug, and sniff them. And, and someone, nice. and someone did it to you before you did it to them. You should have listened to the aunties. The key is to hug and go and hug and sniff and say, You, you, nice. wanted, me to do it. you wanted me to do it to like in an inappropriate situation. The person that said I smelled good was just like, Oh my God, you smell nice. But no, you, you lot wanted me to go, you you go, go like this. That's how you do it. it. 
there's many ways. It's like when you call someone a bitch. There's different ways of saying bitch, isn't it? Like, no, because the thing is, in my mind, you want to be doing it in the nonsense way and get cancelled. No, no. All the ways, depending on who it is. Why would we want you to get? No, not like that. Not in that way. But it was just joking, joking way, joking way. No, joking. it was just a simple leave an impression on somebody, hug them, smell them, and say they smell nice. Yeah, you didn't do it. You had one job. You had literally one job. One job. <laughs> next, next bit of your news, and then what happened later on in the week? And then the final. Oh, then oh, okay. Actually, further more Thursday, my daughter got a graduation pictures. So that was beautiful. Had a lovely. <laughs> family day and then um friday was the first ever blacklisted lunch that's to be hosted annually during the london film festival um it's the first ever event i've ever put on in my life so i was shit scared um it was a wonderful wonderful event wonderful turnout it's to celebrate people who work in film and tv and definitely because there's not an event like that during london film festival for black creatives and it just really fit the bill um we hosted it at nomad hotel it's a new hotel in, in covent garden we had all the talents there, like um, uh, Tom Mucci, Samson Kayo, Simon Frederick, Adelaide Adedeo, um, all sorts of people. Afia Hirsch, all sorts of people came. Go onto the page oh, and look through the pictures. They're stunning. Yeah, please do. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to mention everybody that was there. Um, and it's just the people like, behind the camera, in front of the camera, who just do really good things in the industry. And it was a really wonderful room of people. And then we honoured, as I said, Malachi Kirby. Um, with the first British Blacklist Impact Award, which was designed by Junior Phipps. Thank you, Auntie Anna, for your recommendation. He did a phenomenal job in a week's turnaround. Um, if you go on our Instagram page, you'll see that the award is made out of um, concrete and it's just useful. Um, and yeah, we hope for this to be an annual thing. And I was really overwhelmed and pleased with how it turned out. So my week has been insane, beyond belief, and now... And then on Saturday, sun, Sunday, the aunties hosted a live. We had our first live podcast show, which was wonderful as well. Yeah. <laughs> live in action. BBE London. So, yeah, it's been a mad week. Um, I haven't really slept, and that's why my brain's befuddled about recanting everything. But, yeah. And we met as well. I met Nicola, one of our regular yeah, you guys. Thank you for coming to see us. Thank you, Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Huge big up, huge yeah. big up for coming and buying us drinks as well. And, and the pictures, pictures. Yeah. and the video. You, for you, you really made us feel special. Thank you yes. so much. Yes, love that. Yeah, like, that's totally special, isn't it? But that was an amazing week. Like, you yes. had one of those amazing yes. weeks. So, you just breathe. Yeah. And then start the momentum for next year when there's more amazing yeah. stuff. Yeah, we've got more stuff to do. So, um, yes, that's that on that. <laughs> that was epic. That's not a glad. It's like what? we needed to be able to quiz you and stuff and draw out more information. Exactly, trying to do this five-minute thing. Come well, on. Well, it's going to take long at the end anyway. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the whole point. The glad is supposed to be. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, ladies, what have you heard? That's <laughs> uh, where we each pick a new story from the um i know we haven't welcome to the family oh we have welcome to the family what have you heard where we all go for a new story or from the past week and discuss it discuss, discuss it auntie nana what have you okay heard? so i have been binging on netflix standardly but i have watched um dave chappelle's closer twice now i wanted to find out what you guys thought about it because you know there's so much controversy and again the transgender community are saying that it should be pulled from netflix what are you guys thoughts on his commentary um and also do you think that he kind of he stirred up the pot or actually found 
solutions and reasons why he has so much commentary on the transgender community? I, I need to rewatch it because I put it on to listen to it, like, because I was busy. So I really need to focus on it. Um, well, what were your general thoughts on what he was saying? Did you find it funny? Did you find it inappropriate? Um, I hadn't got there yet. I think I, I find Jay, I think Dave Chappelle's really funny. I, I'm a fan. Um, I wasn't laughing just yet because I think, you know, I, there was um, someone who has quite strong opinions on lots of things had said that they were struggling to find the funny. And so that was in my mind a little bit. And I was like, I, I, I wasn't laughing yet. I hadn't laughed yet to the bits that I got to. And then I kind of tuned out as I was doing other things. So I need to focus on it. Um, I mean, he's not, he's not always a belly laugh comedian. He's a sardonic, mm. ironic kind of, yeah, you, you kind of get exactly what he's saying type of comedian. So um, I, was wait, I was waiting to get to the points that I wanted to see if like he really pushed the mark. Um, was he just being challenging for challenging sake? Because some people, some people, I'd read that some people were saying that he's, now in that space where you're just being controversial for controversial sake. But I, I never ever, I've never got that from him. So I wanted to find, see if that was any type of his, if I could pick up on any of that vibe. But um, so I need, I think jury's out. I need to watch it. I get what he's doing, but I need to understand with this particular episode, this particular film, is he, does he have a point to say? Does he drive home his point? Is it valid? It's okay. Some of the things we're saying, I, I, like I definitely empathized with. I thought, I get where you're coming from. I get it. Um, but I, but I, I'm sometimes I'm like you can't always laugh things away, and I know comedians stand behind that is comedy, but I just don't think that's enough of a that's a strong enough line to get away with saying things that offend people. I don't think you can hide behind that all the time, even though it's comedy. I just don't think it's right. But I get also get being a comedian, we poke we <laughs> they poke fun at life and things that are funny to help us get through those these things. Also, it's just there's that fine line, and, and it's speaking on a community that you're not a part of no matter what, who has the right to say whether we have the right to be offended or stuff like that. So, yeah, Dewey's out. Auntie, Auntie Farah. I've still not watched it, to be honest with you. So I, 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 I don't have an opinion as yet because I need to watch it. What I can say is pretty much what Auntie AK said is that Dave Chappelle is one of those comedians and he will go after anybody. If you look, watched his last Netflix special, he kind of did that at that point this is something that he does it's his type of comedy it's what he does but i do think that people comedians have to be very careful um because <laughs> there's a lot of things that we as black people don't find funny that if you went back 10 15 20 30 40 years ago people would find it hella funny like alf garnet was a pop popular um sitcom in the 80s and you know it uses words that are derogatory towards black people and there have been lots of comedians uh what's his name jim davis who says stuff who who, who makes comments that we will find offensive so i think comedians have to be very funny i mean not very funny but they have to be very careful about what it is that they're saying i think a lot of times with dave Chappelle, he says things that you can understand because He's giving you a different point of view. But at the same time, as RTAK just said, it's not a community that he's from. So I don't know if you can speak on it as much as he has. But again, I've not watched it. So I want to watch it because I, I do think that he is a funny person. That, you know, I, li I like his sitcoms. I like his, um, I like him. So I want to watch it before I go out and say, 
one way or another how I feel, I do need to watch the whole thing. How do you show that? Um, I mean, I, I like I like Jay, Dave Chappelle in general because um, he's a person that challenges the status quo in terms of like how people think um, and often gives different perspectives about things. Um, I think he's always been like a like uh, that kind of like near the line of what's proper <laughs> kind of um, comedian or, or on the edge of what's like super improper um, type of uh, comedian. So I'm not surprised. I've watched about a quarter of it, um, not because I didn't enjoy it, um, just because I've been busy and stuff and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I thought, uh, you know, I, although... Although sometimes it hurts, because <laughs> sometimes, you know, it can it can hurt. The truth can be hurtful at times. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, like, if we get to a place where we can't laugh at things, then we're in a very dire position. Do you know what I mean? As a society, I think you have to be able to laugh at... Um, we have to as humans we have to be able to laugh at ourselves like it's it's just important you know we can't take ourselves too seriously and that really kind of goes across the board with um all types of groups of people i do think that you know as black people we're the butt of jokes all the fucking time do you know mm. what i mean so it's just i think maybe other groups of people I don't know, maybe they're not used to it so much or maybe they're just in a position where they can be, uh, I guess, like super vocal about it kind of thing. So it's getting a bit of a backlash because of those reasons. But I don't know, man. I think from the clips that I've seen, also, I think like David, sorry, <laughs> David Chappelle, he's, he's quite careful about what he says. It's balanced. Do you know what I mean? So he will never say an outlandish point without following it out with something that kind of levels it out. It's just so it happens that the sound bites and what the media takes is only the controversial bit. Do you know what I mean? So he is a quite, he does present a well-rounded argument um, for most things, I would say. Um, but, you know, I don't see people super up in arms about how sexist it's been over the years or how, you know, prodigious or even, um, uh, you know, uh, condescending he can be to black people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't see people up in arms about those um, topics that he touches on. Um, so I think that this cancellation that's trying to happen is just a, a sign of our times where, um, especially trans rights are at the forefront of conversations and it just seems to be, a very sensitive topic at the moment. Um, so yeah, I think I, 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 I'm not, you know, I, I, I can say it hasn't really offended me, but then I'm not the group that he's offending. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know if my opinion really counts, but I think general, we should all just take a beat sometimes and not take it so personally. Yeah. I, I hear you on that. <clears throat> so points that um, I would say, I thought his commentary on the baby was interesting. That you know, it's like the baby killed somebody in self defense, but he actually killed a black person, and he was still able to have a thriving career. He goes on stage, says some ignorant shit about people with AIDS and homosexuals and is absolutely losing deals left, right and centre. I thought that was an interesting point 
to pick up over his overarching point that there are people in society that you cannot say anything to without being called phobic of them in some way, even if you're just pointing out um, an unfair, uh, I guess, kind of advantage that they may have or place in society where they can cancel somebody for speaking about them, which generally black people don't have in some instances. And he was kind of linking that to the overall point that he always comes to is his issue with white people and racism, Mm. but also how that can manifest itself in groups where you say they're a minority, but they also have a standing of privilege that black people do not have. That to me seems to be where he generally always seems to go with his comedy, but he just uses different groups to show that. And this time he was showing that you can't really talk about the transgender, um, I don't know, discussion points without being shut down. Like it's like it seems to always have to come from somebody within that community, but also it doesn't seem to be transgender men. So we don't have this discussion of a transgender man, where are they, how is that affecting men? But there definitely does seem to be a huge discussion about transgender women and how that would change how women are seen or how you even spell the word women. Like literally it's like these changes affect women and we can't seem to be able to talk about how it affects women and how we feel about it without being labelled transphobic. And I think him bringing this to the forefront is more interesting to me, really, is that he can't actually discuss this without there being this kind of campaign to cancel him, which illustrates his point. It's like he's actually just documenting what we think or some of us think is actually happening. You can't talk about it without being cancelled. So, yeah, I I think it's an interesting time, but I, I agree with most of his of his points, actually. I, I I would like to see a healthy discussion with people from the transgender community without it being like, you know, he's overly offensive, but actually going through what he's illustrating that this discussion can't actually happen without being cancelled because we should be able to talk about things that affect us as, yeah. he's, as he's a feminist. So we should, from a woman's point of view, we should also be able to have this conversation on how... Um, their rights can affect our rights as well, which doesn't seem to be in the same space with men. And that to me is also an issue because the transition is a man to a woman and there seems to be a a big healthy dose of patriarchy in in the standings of this. It still seems to be a very vocal part of society that are talking about it, who, who at one point had male privilege. And that seems unfair to me that we don't have these discussions with transgender men who at one stage were treated like women and are used to being more silent. I think that's something for us to talk about. <laughs> um, perfect. It was I, I wanted to, one thing that I think in a conversation we recently had, it was that thing, I don't, I don't think I'd ever articulated or thought about it in that way, is the fact of the transition from when you, lived in the world as a man and then you believe that 
that's not right. And actually, you you should be a woman, or you believe that you are a woman, or you are a woman, and you become you transition so you visibly fit the markers of what defines feminine womanhood. That protest against what we feel as women on a, who are natural born women, if that if that's the right thing to say, I'm not sure that's allowed to say, but natural born women, I think that's the right phrase. Is it an indignance or something that you're not used to? So that's why trans women are more louder than trans men because existing as a woman, transitioning in a place of lack of privilege to a place where you do get privilege, is it an easier transition? And I'd love somebody from the community to answer that. I have that conversation honestly, because yeah. is that why trans women are more vocal? Because it's like there was, and I'm not to say that doesn't discount the I issues. Think, go on. I, I think from what we've heard from various people is that trans women suffer more violence than trans men. So I think possibly that's why they tend to be mo more vocal about their rights and their experiences because they do suffer quite a bit of violence. I don't know the stats, but I just know in comparison to trans men, they go through a lot more violence than, than the other. And um, also, that, and that's enhanced by what women go through, getting, who get, women get more violence than yeah. men. I was, I was just about to say, when you go through the numbers, it's actually staggering how much violence comes at black women. As yeah. you, I, I follow on with the natural born, black women, suffer way more violence. Obviously, there's more of us, but still in proportion, we suffer more violence than trans women anyway. But there still isn't the, the vocal range and, um, I guess, ramifications for what we go through. Like, there isn't... If somebody goes at a black woman, you don't suffer the same consequences. And I think those are the points. It's like there is... There is that argument that there is more violence heaped at them, but that doesn't mean that we can't discuss that their agenda can actually impede on our freedoms as a woman as well. Like there has to be a dialogue. It can't be, you can't be changing terms without there being open discussion in society that everybody has agreed to this change. And we can't be silenced into complying with this change for fear of being cancelled because the, that just reeks, you know, it's like fascism. It's like it, we shouldn't be okay when you can't talk on issues. And I think sometimes that's what comedians do really well at, highlighting that, like because they turn it into a joke and then they suffer from that joke. And it's like we should actually be able to have open discussions about these things without it being that you're transphobic or you're homophobic for actually just discussing something openly let's have a dialogue it should be okay yeah and just and it yeah and then not having it's so weird it's like having a way of life that's been a way of life for your whole way of life automatically being erased and and yeah as you're saying not allowed to talk about it I, I don't know if it's automatically being erased not automatically but in this immediacy none of us could potentially say certain things without of being cancelled. Oh, I thought you meant like people who are transitioning. So. No, 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 no. I don't mean that. I mean like as women, I really hope I'm not offending anyone, but natural born women, and I'm really sorry if I am, natural born women 
Um, I, think yeah, I, I can't really think what the plan would be. I think what you're saying, Auntie Nana, is right. It's just like, it's like the lack of salted in these changes. Do you know what I mean? And it kind of yeah. like, I just think that as women, we're generally marginalised anyway. And there's a history of um, marginalisation in with, with, you know, with with females at the end of the day do you know what I mean so it's just like another step and it's just like as much as you know we're still learning the dialogue and trying to be respectful while we talk about these things because especially like black women we're very very aware of how discrimination works and the the, the fallout of that and, and everything like that so there is a, a natural I would say a natural empathy and a natural sympathy there yeah. kind of thing. But at the same time, it's just, we also do want to be heard and we also want to um, be recognised and we don't want to be marginalised any further at the end of the day. Yeah. And it's just like, how do you, how do you, it's, it's just like what, and, it, and I guess in a sense is why you was kind of like struggling to say that Auntie AK is because it's like, how do you answer the question really and truly? It's just, yeah. if, in, are we being suppressed by former men again almost did you know what i mean like it's it's, it's just uh it's, it's just really really difficult um that, one to kind of you know yes yes mm -hmm. there has to be a, a forum of dialogue that takes place and then we can all get on the same page to move forward it can't be like you're railroaded and then when I guess for me, it's like with J.K. Rowling, when she's kind of posing her views on it, it's like an immediate smackdown, like she should be cancelled. And it's like, where was the dialogue with her? Where was the actual education that should be going on opposed to this person is trash? And it's like, well, th there has to be an education because she's like, what is she in her 50s? This is new. These are new terms. And even to me, it feels like they kind of come out of nowhere. You just have new terms. And that you, have to you should know what that means and follow it. Can I, can I just add as well? Sorry, it's just that, especially like with, with, um, with a black woman's perspective, I would say and, and that we are much closer to um, like female oppression. Do you know what I mean? Just in terms of our culture, right? So every one of us, we, you know, we, we come our parents come from a different country like women don't generally have the same rights as men in those countries do you mm. know what I mean that oppression is very real for us that's a very uh is a very dominating fear it's an underlying fear there that 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 could potentially happen again so it's a very um do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 a very real conversation that we need to have because it does kind of stir up those fears. I think. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That that, that okay, are we going to be signed? Are we going to be pushed down again? Like, what does that mean for us? And so it's not necessarily coming from a. I don't know because sometimes I hear people saying it's like you know it's selfish, it's insensitive, and all that kind of stuff. It's not. It's just that we've had a history of being able to survive our mothers surviving our, our our grandmothers surviving and trying to carve out a way for ourselves and it's almost like okay we're here do you know what i mean and then there's like a, something else that's trying to push us back do you know what i mean so it's just like how can we have those how can we all share this space and be respectful of each other and one party mm -hmm. speaking not speaking for the other at the end yeah. of the day and that's what yeah. feels like happening is that this group of people are speaking for us and that's not how yeah it's, it's it doesn't seem fair in that sense yeah.
Let's get the comments. Okay, so everyone's saying hi. Hi, 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 hi. Says just share the group chat, WhatsApp chat. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I, Monica, no. <laughs> and Nicola agrees. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Monica also says, I don't think Dave was actually trying to be funny this time. I felt like he was just having a conversation and I enjoyed it. And, uh, Stephanie, um, on YouTube says, uh, well said, Auntie Nana. Thank you. Hey, Steph. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one to explore and one we will definitely come back to as and when. Auntie Sade, what have you heard? I just muted myself in my efficient way. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> what have I heard this week? So guys, have you, if you, unless you've been living under a freaking rock, man, um, you <laughs> would have heard about Squid Games. That's on Netflix. <laughs> I think it's number one in yep. several kind of, kind of thing. It is a Korean series that kind of deals with some deep themes of like debt, capitalism, that sort of thing, kind of thing, which plays out and not given too much away in games where people have to compete to the death, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and my question is a kind of simple one. Um, what game, if you was like the uh, front man of Squid Games and you was making up the Games Master, what game would you play? What game would you have us play? Auntie Farah. First again, you play now. Um, firstly, I'd like to say, to, just to go over this a little tiny bit, did you guys hear that in Dubai they're going to do Squid Games? Yeah, yeah. Well, not for um, real, real. Well, well, how do we know? It, it was Abu Dhabi. That that's it. It's Abu Dhabi. Yeah. How how do we know? Because they could mm -hmm. imagine you get there and they say to you, "You signed up for Squid Games." People don't. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but imagine you get there and they did that. You signed up for Squid Games. Did you watch the show? So what's then, your problem? And then like, the, you know the world's over. It's the, the world's over. You signed the you signed the document. <laughs> you you know the rules. You signed the document. Um, I think if I was the Squid Master, <laughs> <laughs> I would do um, what's the one seesaw? What's it called? You know when you're on a seesaw because not to give too much away, but you have to pick teams. And you don't know what the game's going to be. So with that game, people might think that you need to be the strongest or you need to be the most agile. They might not necessarily think that it's weight. <laughs> so you're going to get a lot of people that are going to be on the ground while some people are going to be up and <laughs> people on the ground are going to get shot. <laughs> But I think that's one of the most unfair games, but anyway. It's, it's all the, unfair. If the person on the ground gets shot. Every single game is unfair yeah. in Squid Games. So literally, you just get on the same song, you're like, boom, and then you're dead. Yeah. You balance it out. Like, there's like 10, like, let's say there's 10 per side. You don't know, you walk into the arena, and you don't know what's going on, and there's just a giant seesaw. And you got to get on the seesaw. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, um, Boom. You're dead. Or what if you don't even have to? What about this one? What about if you don't actually pick sides? You just get in there and you got to run to a seesaw. If you pick, if you run to the wrong side, boom, you're dead. 
Okay, I've got one. Do you not get it? I get it. I just think it's a very quick game. Yeah, but so what? The, the key no, no, no. to the game is like, boom, you're dead. Some, some of them are quick, though. <coughs> I, I've got one. I've got one. But I've stolen this from the internet because I didn't have one. But now I've got one. The bleep test. Oh, no. So literally, Ooh. as you're as you're, as you're you're doing it, if you start lagging behind the bleep, you're gone. Oh, and no. the bleeps are going to get faster and faster, like how the bleep tip does go. Oh, no. And then it will just get to the, the last. So you're doing it within the time limit as well. Last one standing. No. Yeah, I hate the bleep test. I would definitely yeah. die. No. What level did you get to on bleep test in life? Like, <sighs> I don't two. remember. I do. I got to level 10 once. <laughs> I don't even remember doing it. I feel like I don't remember. I don't remember, I don't remember doing it. Oh, maybe you that because you guys are ass <laughs> just suck. <laughs> what were you going to say, Auntie Sade? You that would have been in school as standard, isn't it? Mate, yes. you are not that much younger than me, okay? No, we would have like, been in, we would, we we would been in school. The same at same, yes, we would have. How many years? It doesn't matter. We're in school at the same time. You never said how many years. You said were we in school at the same time? Yes, we were for three years. We were in school at the same time. Two years. Two. Two. Two years. What about you, Auntie AK? What game? Um, uh, I was thinking rounders or something like that. So long it out to see if you can do strategy. A final way because you know there's some of the games you can kind of strategize and figure out a way to beat the system yeah. so i'm sure somewhere like something like rounders where you could cheat the system i did say card games maybe blackjack um and things like that i don't know it's a problem this the whole thing is a problem because i just don't want to die at the end i would definitely play stop the bus i think i'd win <laughs> that would be a good one actually <laughs> i'll never play with you guys again <laughs> you cheating me so bad so bad I think you cheat. <laughs> I, I know what you think. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not playing with you guys. I would, I would, I would literally, yeah, I'll step out of that one. But yeah, stop the bus is a good one. My game, oof. so like I, I think like um, rock paper scissors would be a good elimination game, a good, very good elimination game. I think. Um, you know what I saw online as well, like skipping games. I think I would fare pretty well at those as well. Like I think that could work. Um, well, as soon as you trip, you're out. Yeah, no, but like yeah, 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 yeah. Hopscotch yeah. as well. Do you remember hopscotch? But if you throw the thing in the wrong place, poo, you're dead. <laughs> if you if you wobble, poo, you're dead. That'd be a good yeah. one. I think there's um what was he saying the other day as well? Like had someone said had someone said had we said French yeah. elastic, the elastic game. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean and you remember those um do you remember those little I don't know what they called. Oh those things that you made oh, all the time. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. Yeah. I used to love those, those are so good. And if yeah. you get the wrong thing, boom, you're dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this game. Oh, you know what you shouldn't play, but I'm surprised they didn't do Russian roulette. That would be an easy one. Mate. But then you'd have to make them kill each other. Yeah, I yeah, guess that was the, that, oh no, I don't want to give any like spoilers away, but they kind of yeah. did do that in effect. 
What do you mean in the end? In Midnight so, Madness. Kind of. Well, yeah, yeah they, they gave them the idea. They yeah. showed well, they showed them what could happen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> madness. Madness, madness. Yeah. So yeah. Guys, tell us um what you really? guys tell us which what games. There's some comments. Um so do, 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 do. Uh, Stephanie says, fire your funny at Squid Games. And uh, Nicholas says, what about hopscotch? Like you're saying, Antipara, if you miss the square or step on the line, you are done for. And uh, Ray says, stuck in the mud. Oh, I remember stuck in the mud. Oh, yeah. in the mud. That was brilliant. Yeah. And Nicholas saying, who the who? Oh, my I'd God. I'd be dead. So I'd, I'd, I'd be dead. dead. I could do about one hula and that's it. <laughs> Me too. I'd be I like, just, I can't get that hula hoop. I can't do it. Really? I think I we all were yeah. as children. No, I've and never for some reason when we got older, it's just I was always good. I could keep up. For, I just stand there hula hooping for no reason, like hula hoop. Really? Yeah. 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 Steph, that's what I said. Jingle jangle. Yeah, jingle yeah. jangle. Yeah. Is that the is that the elastic yeah, band thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that would, that be, would cool. be fun as well. That would be fun. I, I would do it. Out of my head. Squid game. Imagine if they did it normally, but you got like electric shocked. So oh, you don't die, me. but they electric shock you. I would go somewhere and I'd pay to do that. I think. No, but you know, fun. if you get electric shocked too much, you can become a vegetable. Yeah. Who? Well, it's not going to be a proper big pot. They're not like tasering you. I even pay- I hate paint. Even paintballing hurts, man. I like paintballing, but it hurts. Wow, freaking hurts. Sick, man. I can't lie. No, that's it's that. You get hard bruises from getting hit from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. if you get hit though. I remember I mean, paintballing for my birthday one time, man. It was sick, and we had this mission where we had to protect the president, and we bloody did. You know, it was oh, so good. <laughs> I love paintballing. I felt like I was in the army. I was on the ground going like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got to go paintballing then because I love paintballing. Yeah, we have. It's wicked. I love paintballing. Yes, it would be pressure. Uh, Nicola said Bop it would be pressure. That would be horrendous. (laughs) That would be funny. Just the press, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I think we should play blockbusters. I really like that. that. I like that. No, it would be, oh my God, imagine Snap. <laughs> Have you played Snap as an adult? <laughs> yes. That's yes. some competitive shit. Yes. yes. <laughs> that would be a good one. That would be a quick eliminator. Yeah. It's, it's the quickness for me. Oh my God. It's just done. Yeah. Everyone's dead around me. I that, I'd, I'd be insane before the game done, to be fair. It's too yeah. much. The psychological warfare is deep. Yeah. All right. Auntie AK, what have I heard? Well, no surprise to anyone that the Met Police are not moving forward with investigations into pre- the Prince Andrew allegations. I don't even know what to even ask you lot. Are you surprised? No. Um, <laughs> what do you think should happen? What do you think will happen? What, what world do we live in where the people in power are exempt from being held accountable for anything? So everything's been thrown out according to the Met Police. Um, just to get some official headlines on it. Uh, they've said that they will take no further action over the sexual assault claims against the Duke of York. Um, a source has said that Duke has vigorously maintained his innocence and continues to do so. Virginia Jeffrey, I don't know how to say her name, is her surname Jeffrey, 
is suing the Queen's son for allegedly sexually assaulting her when she was a teenager. She said she was trafficked by Epstein, the Duke's former friend, to have sex with Andrew in London when she was age 17 and a minor under US law. The Duke has denied all allegations. Um, and despite pressure for the media and claims of new evidence, the Met have concluded that claims are not sufficient to warrant any further investigation. Um, yep, so I think that's that. Mm. About, yep, that's it. You know, people saying no one's above the law, but it obviously it seems like some people are. What do you guys think? Is there any type of spin that you could have on this that... Uh, um, I don't, I've, I've lost the word. I just needed to bring it up and talk about it. I'm just like we knew it's not. It's not surprising, but I don't even know what to talk about. But what to say? Because what the hell? Um. So law-wise, she was 17. Yeah. So it's not against the law here. So although it was against the law, um, in some states in America, maybe that was a reason why they didn't take it any further. No, um, but it's not consensual. She's saying it was non-consensual. Okay. Yeah. But then maybe they're like, there's no evidence to support her claim on this. Um, I don't know. I These are just off the top of my head, the only thing I could think of why, other than obviously it's the Met Police and it's the Royal Family. But saying that, I was watching Jimmy Savile's latest documentary on that. Um, I think it was on the BBC recently. And Prince Charles was great friends with Jimmy Savile and nobody spoke about that. And so they have form for housing Dutty Bungles, really. Those are my takes on it. Allegedly? Allegedly. Uh, but it's documented. He sent him notes. So it's not alleged that they were firm friends. He sent him notes. He bought him gifts and also gave him a car. So I'll, I'll, I'll still go with allegedly they were firm friends. Wait, Prince Charles gave Jimmy Savile a car? A car, yes. I mean, that's fine. Just had to expand to people because we hear it loud and clear. That's fine. Auntie Shadow, Auntie Farrell? Um, oh, sorry. I'm not surprised uh, at all. I just think, well, this is probably where some of mummy's uh, fees are going. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Mommy, can you make it go away? And she was just like, Okay, hold my tea. <laughs> and then she she sorted it. Do you know what I mean? This is part of the plan to make it disappear. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just not surprised at all. I, I I can't really think of any reason why why legitimate reason why they should drop these charges. It's just absolutely insane. If this was a normal person without any sort of title or stature, they'll be under the jail. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is, it's just awful. It's just a complete abuse of authority and power. Yeah, what you all said, I am not surprised. Let's be real. Did anyone actually envision Andrew going and talking about this thing? He was never going to go and talk about it. He's never going to go anywhere. He said that he didn't do it. If you didn't do it, go and chat to the police then, isn't it? Isn't that what they tell black people all the time? Like if you did nothing wrong, why would you, why are you running? You've done nothing wrong. <laughs> Why are you running, bruv? Like, go and chat then, isn't it? Like, if you've Why are you running? But what makes me laugh is that there's no investigation about this. The palace haven't even said that they will conduct an independent independent investigation. However, they are conducting an independent investigation to the allegations about Megan bullying people. 
Yeah. They can't. The minute they say they're going to do anything is missing some sort of... But, but, but my point is, they are conducting an independent investigation based yeah. on the allegations that Megan bullied staff, but they are not conducting an independent investigation based on the allegations that Andrew molested women. They're not entertaining one bar. They're not um, us a, they're I'm not, not surprised. I'm yeah, not surprised yeah. at this at all. The Met Police would never, as long as the royal family, there is a member within the royal family today that are living and breathing, they are not going to do this. In 100 to 200 years, this will come out and it will be like, yeah, he was a paedophile. We found all his pictures. It will come out, allegedly. This will come out. So I'm not surprised at all. They, they will okay. never, ever pay for anything that they've done. They are protected by higher levels than we'll ever understand. Andrew did what he did and he got away with it. And he's just like, why are you not even chatting to me? I don't need to do this. Mummy. <laughs> Weren't he even married at this time as well? Yeah. Yes. Well, what was he? Yes. Gross. What's Sarah saying? What's and who? you wonder why Fergie was she getting can't her say that. I remember she was getting her toe sucked on a beach. She can't That's talk. Why she was that. getting her toe sucked. Imagine you know that your mum is a nonce. Allegedly. Allegedly. You're going to be doing something else, aren't you? I can't, I can't leave him. How do I get out? I know. Paper, snap me. Look, let me get my toe out. Take a picture. <laughs> Worst. The family is the worst. They are really. Massive. I mean, it's literally the was it Crapston Villas? It's the shameless family, just with jewels, stolen jewels, stolen jewels. Yeah, yeah stolen jewels. Um, any comments? Oh yeah. So, um, doo -doo 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 -doo. so Ray says the alleged crimes took place outside the U.S. So I'm ashamed to say I understand their decision. Having said that, I do think his status as a royal may have contributed to that decision somewhat. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. No. Uh, well, we we I don't even know what's. I don't know what crimes took place outside the U.S. There's pictures of with him here of the girl here. Yeah, she said that it did happen in London as well. Yeah. In London, in New York, and on the island. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, do you know what I read? Hold on, let me find it. They said something that also... The Met also confirmed it had completed its review into allegations reported in June by broadcaster Channel 4 News that British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein's former girlfriend, trafficked, groomed and abused women and girls in the UK. The force said... It had reviewed information passed to us by a media organisation in June and decided that no further action will be taken. So also, wow. Ghislaine, yeah. That's it's because he's got the keys to the vault and yeah, Andrew so hasn't like, quite got them yet. Yeah. It probably was a deal, wasn't it? If you... She's like, if I go down, I'm chatting you. Yeah. <laughs> you better fix this, rude boy. Dude, same thing that Cosby said. But this is the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if she, if she gets off. If she gets yeah. off with everything, that is literally yeah. because she was going to chat. About yeah. everyone, yeah, and yeah. also, I think we'll probably be indebted to someone because, as in the country, we're indebted to someone because she's had to spend time in prison, so she's gonna want back for that for sure. Well, was there was like talk that conspiracy theorists talk that she is actually a Russian spy, yeah, and, and they were being funded by the Russians, so they have yeah. like lots of info that has gone to Russia. So, actually, if she is prosecuted, then 
that could like damage world relations and stuff like that. So you never know. She does get if she does get off. I mean, who's to say she's even in prison now? We ain't seen her. She could actually just be like in flipping. She's on an island. On an island. Yeah, she's definitely on an island. Yeah, she is. She's true. I think in there was a documentary on Sky, wasn't it? That was saying that and was looking into her father, and they they accused her father of being a Russian spy, also. Yeah. And that usually in in spy circles, apparently, um, it passes down through families, basically. So she takes on what he used to do, and that Jeffrey Epstein then also came into that world and that's why he set up his organizations the way he did allegedly but I love, I love that like spy circles what's a spy circle if you watch like? the americans well, because, if you're the part of the circle you would know that's <laughs> what I'm saying. if you watch the americans it does pass down doesn't it to the yeah. children Let's yeah. see a spy circle. I'd like to be in a spy circle. What they all no say. Worry, you're on your you way there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Told you when they asked you to go yeah, to the fourth cathedral. Right. And actually, don't even put that in the universe that you want to be in the spy circle because there's no out. <laughs> you can't say, Can I leave? You, you can, can leave, leave somehow. You have to play squid games to leave. <laughs> yeah, in a wooden box with yeah. a bow on it. Oh, <laughs> All right, Auntie Farah, what have you heard? Okay, okay. So I would like to talk about the new um, 888 number, which is the number they are proposing to roll out for women or people who are feeling vulnerable. And the idea is if you are walking home and you feel vulnerable, you dial 888, it's an app, or you can dial it, and it basically tracks you. Um, it tracks your movements. It estimates the time that you're going to get home. And if you don't get home by a certain time, it sends out a message to your emergency contacts who can then call the police. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like they can call the police to say that you are missing. So it's not like it actually protects you at the time of you using the app. It's just a tracking device. Um, so it's been criticised by a lot of people who run various organisations. Nick Gizzard, whose daughter Holly was killed in 2014, said that he was very disappointed about the app. And he um, actually has his own thing that's been out for quite some time, which does more than this. So he's like, this is like a this is a, um, a, a this is a plaster that the government are putting on to a problem that needs to be solved in terms of how men look at women and what they do to protect women. And um, no surprisingly, Preeti Patel has come out and backed the app and said she thinks it's wonderful. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Auntie Uh Okay. Um, my thoughts are no surprise that Preeti is back in this, but really it's just another way of tracking women and on top of that, there is still no accountability for men and their attitudes towards women and the predatory kind of culture that is just out there. When are we going to get some initiatives to change that? Instead of putting money into this app, they should actually have a full on educational program and there should be a bill to actually make misogyny a crime. Like it's just you're trying to duck and weave and do the same thing like women Women need to be the ones doing the work. And it's actually like, no, what about the predators? What work do they have to do? Other than now trying to avoid a way of being of being tracked or something. It doesn't even make any sense because it's not preventative. If I'm feeling scared and I trigger this and I say I should be home in 15 minutes and I didn't get home in 15 minutes, all you know is I didn't get to where I was supposed to be, but I could be in traffic. 
Like it's just another way of just tracking people. We're tracked enough as it is. Do something about this issue. Like really, this this is bullshit. This is a waste of money. This is like track and trace. Where's the money going? Agree, Auntie Shade. Yeah, I just think this is like part of this whole big gaslight to women. Do you know what I mean? That oh, it's 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 not us, it's you, basically. <laughs> we're not the problem. That we're the problem, and we have to constantly change and modify our behaviour while they just get to carry on just doing the same thing all the time. It's just really, it's just so disappointing to be honest. Like you know, there's an opportunity to actually really make a change and really kind of like, you know, change the course of how, you know, men view women in our society. And they just declined. They just said, no, not interested. Um, Let's just do something bloody silly. I just can't. I, I just, I don't even know. Like the the levels of stupidity this this, <laughs> this brings up is just unbelievable. Like I'm going to take, I just don't think it's just weird. It's just really weird. And I just think it just goes in part with, um, you know, the other measures that they were suggesting, like flag down a bus and run away. Like, it's just, it's just stupid, like, lip service. I think it's, like, from people who live in a complete bubble, who have no real contact with reality and the average person. This is not helping us, not one bit. You guys said... It's all it's nonsense. In the state of panic, or I'll probably call a friend before I use an app. <laughs> and that's it. I'm gonna call a friend and before I use the app. Um, I'll probably find a police station before I'd use the app. Let's go straight to the source. <laughs> Why am I using an app? <laughs> if I feel if I if I've got the time to pause and get my phone out and da 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 then I've got time to possibly get to the point of finding a police station or somewhere. I don't know, it's long. And again, I, we've talked about this so many times as aunties that the onus being put on women is it's just horrific and horrendous. And I think when we spoke about it, I think last week or the week before, when we were saying, like, you know, even when it was when the conversation was happening about Sarah Everard and Wayne Cousin sentencing and the stupid, um, what do you call it, hail down a bus or knock on a neighbor's door or some bullshit like that. Or run for the police. Run for the police and question the policeman. Whilst, um, I mean, seriously. Um, and men, you know, the hashtag not all men. It's like this now's not the time, family. It's now is not the time to be saying not all men. It's like, again, we're talking about nuances of conversation. We have to, I, you know, like everyone else often you have to add caveat. You have to say allegedly. You have to say when we're human beings who have common sense. We all know we don't mean all. So if I say men, it's like no, not all, but majority. Yeah, majority of you have. Uh, we're all we're all raised in this patriarchal world, right? We all have sensibilities that are informed by the dominance of a man a male a male dominated society so how the hell can you say that you're exempt from all the shit that comes down onto us um as a man you know what it is and we will talk about uh, another thing we talk about all the time accountability where's the accountability how much men know that they've got an arsehole of a friend and that arsehole behavior permeates throughout all of their crew and yet no one i, I don't it's rare and it's only i think when what was that comment what was that thing about the young girl that was um maybe dragged like for a moment was was on her way to school or something and the guy intercepted her and tried to get her away and then guys online were like yeah we're gonna go and hunt them down we're gonna go and do but you you don't even you don't talk about when your friend when your f- 
friend that's next to you that's being misogynistic or being hor horrible to women and you know they're a bit violent or they're a bit rapey or a bit pervy to women and they treat women in a certain way, you're not saying nothing to them. You're going to go and do showboating. I'm going to go down and mash up this man and, you know, in prison, like we'll beat up the nonce in the prison. But what about your guys that are showing nonce behaviors in a day-to-day -day basis? You're not doing anything. And when you're out there chirps and girls that you know are look too young, but you're still going ahead with it and all that type of stuff and grabalicious at carnival, all those things have been normalized by society. And that's how this thing happens. And you, you guys don't get told, you don't get told nothing. It's all, it's all up for, um, right for the picking. So it's just, it infuriates me. It's always about women to do this, dress better, don't go out late at night. Like I always say, I want to be able to walk down the street with my pum pum shorts, a titty top, down an alley, <laughs> shit drunk, without having to have someone say, don't do that because a man can walk down the street and be fucked up and he doesn't have to worry about that. He can be fucked up walking, weaving, bobbing, weaving. His jeans could be ripped. He could have his top off. No one's not going to touch him. More like I'd be scared of him because yeah. he might do something to me. Imagine that. Yeah. Just fuck off, man. Th that is the truth of it. Auntie Farah. So um, Pretty Patel called the scheme an innovative, an innovative scheme. Um, and the Women's Trust have come out and they've said what would be innovative is to fix the broken criminal justice system that currently fails victims or to create powerful, engaging awareness campaigns aimed at men, which I couldn't have said it any better. You guys said everything that I thought. Why is the onus always being put on women to do better, to protect themselves, to be more street smart? Why isn't there things that are put in place from a very young age that teach men and young boys about you know, what they shouldn't shouldn't do and how to curb urges if it is noticed that they are going a certain way. Like, you know, let's let's be let's learn from the from a very early age how to be respectful of one another. Like Auntie AK said, we should all be able to walk down the street wearing whatever. I should be able to walk down the street wearing a bikini if I felt like it and have no one say shit to me. That's what I should be able to do because come summer, man's walking down the road with no top on and no one can say or do anything. And that's this is despite of you know, like what was she wearing? Nothing. But I should be able to be, it should be able to be, I should be able to do what I want, basically, and not have fear of being hounded by men um, and not being able to defend myself other than people coming up with these stupid things like call it, use an app or hail a bus or some crap like that. It's just, it just makes me quite sad that in this modern day and age, with the rate of ab abuse and violence towards women, our own home secretary, who is a woman, doesn't have any better ideas than this allegedly a woman i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and i don't mean it in the trans conversation i mean is she even human what is she <laughs> yeah she's like a bot because anything that you should be supporting she does the opposite of so it just <laughs> makes me very sad that's all take this money and invest it elsewhere invest it into educating people that's what they need to invest in i i was um sorry has everyone gone mm. Uh, I was watching, I think it was Brilliant Idiots, um, and Schultz brought up a point. It wasn't in relation to this. It, he was just asking the question. Uh, he was saying that women, he, was, he thinks that women are to blame for a lot of how men think because most of like, the informative years when you're a child, you're spending most of the time with, a woman, with your mother with a woman so if it carries on if patriarchy carries on in society it's being upheld by women as much as it is by men so then when you have predatory men is that not also due 
to mothers not instilling other values in men so they feel entitled to women's bodies no do you know what that is that's another man coming out chatting shit blaming women that's what that is you cannot blame is there not an actual what what i'm like think about it just I'm thinking about it. What it mother is going to teach her, issues. What mother is going to teach her son to attack women? No, that's not and, it. Well, it's I, it's about the patriarchy kind of being followed through. Like women actually uphold it as well as men do. There are women that do. Preeti's one of them. Let's be real. There are women that do, but I don't. But again, I just think that it goes back to women need to do better. Why is it always that we need to do better? Why must we always be the one to do better? Why can't you as a man do better? And well, then it's, it's, I, that's the bit that I don't I don't like. It's stop putting the onus back on us. I don't, yeah, that's the bit that doesn't sit well with me. I do I do get what you're saying, but I, I also kind of do agree. I think that there's, there's a, a lot more women than we think that actually uphold patriarchy. And I think that although, yes... I think in terms of like the conversation about doing better, it's always about the the women, almost like women's issues, but they don't deal with, okay, like how do you kind of make the men in your life or like address things that you see with the men in your life to do better? Do you know what I mean? There's that too. Because men don't just learn from, they learn from women too. Do you know what I mean? And I just don't think there's any, there's there's no onus put on that. But I do get what you mean. It's kind of like that kind of like dangerous place that you're still putting pressure or still, it's kind of like victim blaming to a certain extent. That's what it is. Um, do you yeah. know what I mean? But I think, I've, I think that, I, I see that a lot. I see that on a daily basis. Like, there's so many w- met women that are misogynist sympathizers, like, every yeah. single day. Like, it's 100%. just insane, actually. Do you know what I mean? And it's always, I always find it like so freaking disappointing because I'm just like, you're actually harming all of us by doing that, you know, by having those opinions and stuff. But I, I just think it's also like a product of, um, you know, society because we live in a, well-dominated world. I think, yeah. I I think the, fear, the thing is, is that you start off with a conversation about what men should do, and it always descends into what women should do in the end. And that gets explored. And then we as women feel compelled to, it's true, because it's undeniable, of course. We, we grew up in a world that's been dominated by men. But yes, and then to survive, women adopt male attitudes to survive. And it's, it's there's, there's, from the day dot of unpacking of a society that we've been raised in. It's impossible to unpack it. It's impossible even, probably even the most staunch feminist probably has something that might, in, in other contexts, be like, that's quite patriarchal in, in your behavior and in your ways and how you view things. It's damn near impossible to shake off some of those things. And when women have been left to raise children, which is essentially a, another issue that comes up when men are blamed, when women are, single mothers are blamed for the outcome of criminal men or deranged men I think last week I still haven't finished reading it that report about that research into mothers that create serial killer murdering sons and stuff like that there's a lot of stuff put on us and it is a thing because men's relationship with their mothers is also blamed to how how they view women how they treat women of course there's a lot of that however let's finish the conversation about men we never get past the first five minutes and then it's well you know what women and and actually I just literally said 
you know when someone puts it on you, you then feel compelled to be like i don't want to be seen as not being open to it and women we tend to be the empathetic ones in the room all right i'll take it on board so then we start having a whole hour conversation or longer conversation about yes there are women who are poor patriarchy yes there are women who are misogynistic there's all of that but let's go back to the fact that where did we get it from even today when we were talking, we, we spoke, oh, when we had that conversation about those guys who were talking about how women should be, those four American guys, I think it were. On, oh, yeah, on, yeah. And then it was like, you know, women do this, women do that. And how actually men were like, yeah, women are basically, women are easily influenced by what they see online, but basically men aren't. But you are, and it's always like, we're to blame for every single thing. Go on, Auntie Shadow. I was just going to say though, I think that that is because like we kind of have this expectation that, um, or maybe it's like an unconscious bias thing, but like men should be pulling up men and they don't. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the, the reality is that they don't pull each other up. Whereas I think women are very good at policing other women. Like that's mm. almost like, you know, we're taught almost to do that, to almost keep everybody in line. Um, and also as well, it's just like that point as well about like, you know, when you've got Boris Johnson, like the leader of our country, probably the second uh, biggest leader of the free world is, do you know what I mean? Supporting these claims, you have people in your academy that support these, these not claims, these, these initiatives. Like what, what hope is there for men? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? To even learn anything because our leader is a bumbling idiot. Um, do you know what I mean? He thinks that this is okay. It's not okay. Uh, they, they don't have, you know, it's, they, they're not, there's no responsibility, there's no accountability, and our leader is not even, you know, pushing any sort of accountability either. So it's just yeah. like, of course, they're going to continue to do what they're doing, because wh why not? If they've got the power, why not? I think, I think what you said, Auntie AK, is you hit the nail on the head. No, women aren't saying that other women aren't capable of some bullshit. We're not saying that. What we are saying is, let's finish the conversation about men doing better. And as far as Boris Johnson goes, last week, as you know, he came out and he said he doesn't want to make misogyny a hate crime because it's going to increase the workload for the police force. However, he's quite happy to increase the workload for the police force by all the people who are going to use this 888 number. <laughs> you do the math, Boris. I think you'd get 888. <laughs> Although I, I, I hear you guys, I still think there's more to unpack with it. Um, but there, is, there always is, but there's, there always is, and it always ends up being, let's unpack what women have got to do. And I'm no, not saying... And I, I, don't think it, I don't think it does go that way. I think it goes into victim blaming, definitely, and victims being more self-aware, that definitely happens. But when it actually goes into parenting and how you parent effectively so that your boys are not predators, I don't think we actually really have thorough discussions about parenting. I don't I, think it goes back I, to, why are blaming mums? And it's like, actually, we are the primary nurturers but for I most of humanity. So I don't I'll, believe that every single person who is a predator out there, a male predator out there, you can't say every single male person has a has a mum or was raised yeah, by that, that's was raised most, by women. That's why I said most of humanity. Yeah, not I understand all, that, but I'm just all, to, but... To, therefore there's gonna be, like we're all saying, there's gonna be exceptions to the rule. There's gonna be, you know. All sorts of different I, things. You know, I, hear, I do hear that though. I you know what I do hear that because it is it's a very kind of 
mothers in general just generally get slack for everything right do you know what I mean they're kind of yeah. blamed for everything but there is kind of like a a kind of lack I don't I want to be careful what I'm saying but it's just like maybe a lack of awareness of the responsibility maybe um do you know what I mean that I think that is you know like there's 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 just so many examples like when you look at like in terms of race let's look at um slavery for example do you know what I mean and like the un kind of like spoken story of the role that white women had in slavery do you know what I mean there's no Mm -hmm. onus put a real onus put on the women it's like white men are demonized but white women in that in in that historical context are not demonized as much do you know what I mean and they're the ones that raised and married these people to enforce this system for 400 years or 500 years do you know what I mean so it's just like yeah I kind of I kind of get it like they're raising unfortunately so, they're raising these these boys they're so, raising these I'm boys saying, like, I feel like you can't get enforcing, away enforcing the status quo that's what they're yeah. doing they're constantly so, enforcing the status quo so is it the fact then that means women are used to being placed in victim positions so not understanding where their power their actual power in society or not recognizing that the power that they have in society means that we default to don't tell us because we don't have the rights and yet you're blaming us for something that you guys say you rule the world however because even it's in that conversation about when men say women hold the power when it comes to dating you know if we if you say no we essentially can't move forward but again but then in other ways we're pressing so many other ways on a day-to-day it's, un- it's like being black. Maybe it's, it's that conversation for any marginalized group. What actually is your strength? Because when you're sitting there in a world that says, like, even with, I hate to, you know, when you hate, like, when they say that, you know, black women are at the bottom of the pile, it's something that we consent with as a consensus. We say that without thinking. And there's times when I'm like, I hate saying it because it's reinforcing something that, yeah, might, not, the yeah. that yeah. might not be true. If we stop saying it, would it be true? Do you understand? So it's like that, you know, that whole thing of a truth. Yeah. What does it yeah. mean? Like whatever. a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's, right. So it's I, I so and I, mean, I, think I, I, I find it interesting I to think I over it. it. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking over it and I was like, hmm, can I say that he is actually chatting shit? Because well, I think it's just too as the primary nurturers, we have to be a part of the problem as well. Like it but can't it's not in isolation. Because we have to enforce it. But I know I was brought up different to my brother. I know I was socialised different to my brother. My mum is very good at bringing up daughters and will allow so much leeway for the men. And if that's going on in society, is that not a part of the problem? If they're allowed so much access and they, they are given free reign, is it not actually also a part of the issue if they... You know, like how people talk about black kids being socialized like a white child in a bank can probably run around and not be like shut up know your place so then they kind of have a bit more freedom within the world like they see the world is my oyster whereas in our parenting we can curtail our kids like be quiet here work twice as hard like you actually diminish their autonomy to keep them safe in effect and I feel like sometimes parenting is like that on females. You do more to insulate them so they don't feel that they have a stake in the world properly. But with men, you give them more free will. You don't like chastise them when they bring home 
women, but you would if that was your daughter and she was bringing home men. It would be like, don't be well, those like types of things. But that's what I'm saying. That's another thing about going against the grain of what, who was it that said it at our live show? That I think Auntie Shadow, you said it, that we're expected to go against the grain of what society is. Society is society. So I think mm. that's why it's hard to 100% say, yes, let's talk to women because it's have to overturn what is society because you've got a woman that's knows that if my daughter is out there banging man or bringing home bare different girls she's going to get judged in society she could get all the things that and as much as we like we say women's rights up you know you should do what you want you have you have onus of your body and all that type of stuff society is real so it's like i would like to think if i had a son him and my daughter would be raised the same way i would like to think i'd do that but that's me but i also know what society does out there so it's hard and that's why i feel it's maybe i feel like empathetic to a woman that's been expected to do this and when you go and we talked about guys on road and criminal if you're in that type of space you got your mother who's raising a son who's a son like a little boy grows up to be a six foot man who, who are you telling and if he looks at you like even no matter how much respect he might have you could do that but when if that tie turns hormonally or whatever and he's like you're just a woman and then the onus is back on the woman to then come and raise this man to not see a society that gives him that space to be a big particular... I don't know. It's a lot. No, no, it's, conflict, it's conflict. But that's that's how capitalism and these kind of societies work. They put the onus on the people to to re-socialise every new generation into the status quo. And that's what it is. And it's like this constant... Without them changing, yeah. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? This constant battle of like... I can't I, I can't change things, but I know things need to be changed. But then also, I don't want to take responsibility for the damage that I'm doing <laughs> to the person I'm bringing into the world. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that that's the other thing, and it's just like I do think that there is this massive conversation that just never gets had is about the actual responsibility of these women that 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 are that are not necessarily not doing their part for 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 the progression of the race okay then so what's what okay then so what 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 would a good mother do <laughs> but it's not about <laughs> See, no, no, it's, no, it's, 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 it's kind of thingy words do you know what i mean like you kind of need to even c come away from that and i, I hate to get yeah because it's not good and bad like, it's not it really isn't because that's that or, that is a tool used by society to actually put you in your place to say if you're a good mother you're going to do this this is what your children are going to do and if they don't do that then you're a bad mother when actually but it's not your saying, fault, it's society's fault do you know what but I mean? This, okay, but in for, for once of a lack of a better word, so how would a mother better parent in the state of play today? If we're saying we don't deal with, we don't take women to task, what can women do in this society to start affecting change? I think I they think have to be, and I, I, sorry, so can I just say, like, okay. I think, and I'm not even talking about black women in particular here. I do mm -hmm. think like more so with white women, it's just literally um, not uh not feeding into gaslighting being absolutely honest do you know what i mean like being responsible like taking us responsibility and accountability like we saw one thing on 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 instagram the other day where it's just like this this conversation with this mother and who um her child had racially abused another child and she literally did not want to take responsibility she did not want to and in the sense of she didn't want to sit down with her child and have a conversation when it was brought up that, that you that 
that's the problem. It's things yeah. like that. It's those little micro questions that are the problem, not dealing with the reality. But, that we're but, do, but do you not think that there are men that do the exact same thing? Yeah, absolutely. So, so is, it not to, is, it, is it not down to that as well? Absolutely. But as I said before... And, are, and do these the, men also not feed into this into, into this world absolutely, of... Absolutely. You know, I'm not you've got a man up. You don't, don't cry. All of it. They feed into it as well, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm no, just... And, saying I, and, 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 I, and I know that you're not, that you're not saying women, that. And I know that they don't... Um, they don't they do, we don't we don't have that conversation. It's that women get so defensive because there's so much attacking on a regular basis that they don't, can't even fathom having the the conversation about oh it could be potentially my fault. It's just too much. And then when you look at the way media set up and all that kind of stuff, like women are attacked on a like a daily basis. Don't look good enough. Not a good mother. Not a good worker. No, not fit enough. Not fat enough. Not pretty enough. Every single message that you can think of is negative to um, like so many different um, industries are built on insecurities. So I understand why the defensiveness is there. I get it, but it still doesn't negate the fact that there are some responsibilities that are not happening in the household. Um, yeah, that's what, what Nana said. And earlier. people say that about black people as well. And we that's a conversation that people would say, well, we, we can't really explore certain things that black people will say is racist or stuff like that without any onus or accountability it's that type of thing but we do but we yes i think that's yeah. true i think sometimes we do i think we're we're actually quite have a healthy dialogue especially online and you see different points of view all the time do you know what i mean some people like i know we'll go to talk about um you know in in for the culture some people agree some people don't agree you have a you have a colourful conversation about that. And I think that we show up, especially online, as uh, not a monolith. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I just think in other cultures, especially dominating cultures, nah, they're not taking responsibility for shit. They don't take responsibility for their their, their husbands and boyfriends that are doing hooganalism in, in, in Tarragas Square. They're not taking responsibility for that. They think it's funny. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's fucking funny. And like, I can't, I, I don't know. It's just, mm -mm. But maybe there, there is space for uh, a new emerging dialogue to take place on about p parenting. Because I do think when you ask the question, like what, I, I wouldn't say good parenting, but what is effective parenting for our society going forward? I think actually really assessing our gender biases and stereotypical roles that we place our children into before you become a parent should be something that any Anybody that is considering being a parent actually looks into where where will my shortcomings be? Because we don't really you go into more functional. Can I afford the child? Like, is there a roof over the head? Like, but you don't actually go into how am I going to socialize this human that I'm bringing into the world so that they are effective humans on this planet as well. And then when they come, you do go into survival mode. A lot of us do. You're going into how am I feeding and clothing them and getting through the day. And that example from that mother, the white mother with her son, and being hella defensive when it's glaringly obvious to anybody that he has displayed a hint of racism about him. And this is the moment you have the talk. She's like, I'm waiting to have the talk when something happens. Something has happened. But if you're not seeing that this is a something that's right. happening, you're being a shit parent. That's it. And that wasn't even the comeback to her. Oh. It wasn't that she was being a shit parent. And it's like, let's take away from the race thing. 
you're just being a shit parent in this moment. But this is a key. In all of this, in everything that you're saying, I'm not getting men, I'm not getting women, I'm getting how you parent. Because for, for me, the onus should not be put on one sex over the other. Because if you, we all discussed about women who are too masculine with their children when they're raising sons. So they present that and that becomes an Very issue. abusive and exactly. yeah. Exactly. So we've, we've spoken about that. So for me, it is about exactly what you just said, Auntie Nana. It's about addressing how you be an effective parent and then trying to break down all the issues that are in society by, by giving your child the tools to go out there and do stuff rather than it being that women don't, women don't, men don't. Yes, but women don't. It should be parents fucking yeah. don't. I think that's what I think that's yeah, the I thing. Like that. that's the, okay, I hear that. Would be, but didn't Nana say that at the top? It's just that at the end of the day, the onus is put on the women, rightly yes, or wrongly. The, the primary carer. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've said. Yeah. Because, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying. But I think if it was the other way round, if I don't know, there's one animal species where I think it's penguins, where actually the dad. After the child is born, like the dad is the one that takes over the caring of the babies. Like if if it was that way round, I would understand it. I do think parent is a better term, but because women are generally the primary carers for a certain amount of years, especially when the children are younger, I think that's why it kind of defaults back to mothers. I think. I don't know, but that could be a part of the sexism of it. But, but it's, yeah. it's it's a sexism because again we we. It's a lot of it. Do you know what it is? There's, accountability is real. As an individual human being, accountability is real when you bring a child into this, onto this earth. When you create life, the accountability is absolutely real. And every individual who's created life needs to be held accountable. Um, so there's that, no denying that. But it is the, um, it's the lean bias sexism towards it because no matter what, when that man disappears, if he's not there, or he's not present as a father, this automatically creates a whole other situation. Yeah. We can be like, yes, I'm a single mother and I can do it. Like, but why have I had to do it in the absence of a man who has actually, yes, you get the label of absent father, but you get, men pretty much get away with just spreading their seed and doing whatever they want or restarting and like, I didn't like that woman, so I'm going to start again with this woman and give yeah. that woman all the tools and the support. And then you've left a woman that's got to manage all of that stuff on yeah. her own. And it's it's really difficult. But yes, individual human accountability. Yeah, know yourself. Absolutely know yourself. But there's just always that. But it's just like, it's parenting. And I think I agree with Antifa, it's that thing of parenting. Because actually, what are the statistics? It, when, what does the effect of having an, a man that's not either in the house and um, not present, or actually an absent father, what effect does that have? You know what I mean? But yeah, let's get the comments and move on. Okay, so okay, Ray says more responsibility being placed on women to keep um, safe from men when they the need to be focusing all efforts on teaching men it's not okay to assault women or stalk women. Simples. Um, Nicholas says most women when they are walking home late know how to pretend or actually uh, or be actually talking to a friend or family member when traveling home, and that doesn't deter the attacker. What will eight 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 do? True. Mm -hmm. Candy says there are women who will protect patriarchy before they protect women for sure. Um, and Nicola says, Auntie Nana, did you um, say <laughs> so you heard that on Brilliant Idiots? The clue is in the title. <laughs> and then, Don't run that podcast. I love it. 
And then also says, um, we say it takes a village to raise a child social constructs and then zw says lone mothers are not raising their children in male societies absolutely cool so now <laughs> it's time for aunties know best better 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 aunties know best aunties know best. i've got one unless you've got one I mean, it was my turn, but if you got one, go ahead. No, but I didn't know if you did have one because you've been so busy. So <laughs> I, mean, I, had one. I, I was going to do the photographer one, but go ahead. You can go. I know. Go on. We might have time for more. So what's the story? Yeah, maybe we could do two. Um, okay, quickly. It was on the state. It's one that we dropped in the group. Um, it should, uh, basically, a photographer deletes images and leaves wedding um, <laughs> after being denied food, sparking the question. <laughs> <laughs> Should wedding photographers be offered plates? So the quick, I'll try and read this quickly. A friend got married a few days ago, wanting to save money, asked if I'd shoot it for them. I told him it's not really my forte, but he convinced me by saying he didn't care if they were perfect. They want a shoestring budget, and I agreed to shoot it for $250, which is nothing for a 10-hour event. On the day off, I'm driving around following the bride as she goes from appointment to appointment before the ceremony, taking photos along the way. I shoot the ceremony itself, and during the reception, I'm shooting speeches and people mingling. I started around 11 a.m. and was due to finish around 7.30 p.m. Around 5 p.m., food is being served, and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be a photographer. In fact, they didn't save me a spot at any table. I'm getting tired, and at this point, kind of regretting doing this for next to nothing. It's also unbelievably hot. The venue is in an old veteran. It's like 110 Fahrenheit and there's no AC. Excuse me. I told the groom I need to take off for 20 minutes to get something to eat and drink. There's no open bar or anything. I can't even get water and my two water bottles are long empty. He tells me I, either, I need to either be photographer or leave without pay. With the heat, being hungry, being generally annoyed at the circumstances, I asked if he was sure. And he said yes. So I deleted all the photos I took in front of him and took off saying I'm not his photographer anymore. If I was to be paid $250, honestly, at that point, I would have paid $250 just for a glass of cold water and somewhere to sit for five minutes. <laughs> was I the arsehole? They went right on their honeymoon and they've been all they've all been off, off social media. But a lot of people have been posting on their wall asking about photos with zero responses. Is he wrong? Oh my days. <laughs> There's so much wrong in this story. Okay. Firstly, <laughs> I didn't realise he was their friend in yeah. I thought he was just like a photographer that they got. But he was their friend. So that's like a next level of petty. However, however, they're taking the piss out of him because he can't really be that much of a friend if you're not even going to give man a plate. Like it is common knowledge that when you have crew or people working for you, you got to feed them because they got you got to keep happy crew happy you you got to keep people happy man but deleting all the pictures from someone's wedding that's cold but i get that he might have been <laughs> in a rage at the time it's just i don't even know who's right or who's wrong here i don't i i literally i, I don't know because that's no way to treat your friend and then to say you either be a photographer or you leave without pay i thought i was your friend I, I mean, I, 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 I'm, do you know what? Because I know it would never be me, I would never do that to someone. I'm with him. Delete the fucking pictures, yes, delete them. Because how, if this is your friend, already 250, you're doing them a favour. You know that, like, it's a plate of food. You know, like, there's always, there wasn't, you can never ever portion, unless you literally, unless they had pre-packed plates, 
Yeah. It was like like TV dinners. There's only TV dinners, and there's like yes, yes. 25 for 25 guests. There was nothing. But even then, you're on a budget. I know for full fact that person, like if they want, you know what? I'm hungry later on after the wedding, babe. We've got married. Let's get a cheeky Nando's or a cheeky Sutton. They would have paid deli whatever delivery to get <laughs> food. There's no way they were that broke. It doesn't say that they were that broke. They had zero pound in their in in their bank. So that means you could even have done a deliverer. You're telling you're actually doing slave master business. You're saying that they could, the man could even sit down, take two minutes, rest his weary feet after taking all the photos and stuff like that. And he ran out of water. You couldn't give him water. Remember, he wasn't saying pay for my dinner. He wasn't. He was Let me go out. And I go for 20 oh, minutes. Get my own, I'll even go and spend my money. You're saying, <laughs> no, you've got to stay and be a photographer. Get the, the, the I understand his rage. It's not, it is, it's levels. It's cold. But I understand his rage because that's, Mamating. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in that situation. So I would never do it. I wouldn't be in that situation. I would never treat somebody that. Yeah, I, like, like I, I feel like I'd tear. Everything oh, I hear what down. you're saying, man. <laughs> I would tear everything down. So how would you rectify? A man said, "Leave." Unless maybe I wouldn't delete. Maybe I'd put them. I'd, I'd maybe act like I've deleted them. And then how are you going to compensate me and make me feel better about the situation? And then maybe I'll give you your pictures because I'm not that wicked. Maybe that's how I would. Maybe not so bad. Yeah, I, I mean, I really resonate with this level of petty. I can't lie. I just, I feel like I would happily delete the pictures in front of you. Like, do, do you know, I'll be looking in your eyes while I'm pressing the button. Like, <laughs> how fucking dare you? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just think like, we can't be friends if you can't even, not even a sandwich. Not even a cupcake. Yeah, even are you serious? Are talking about like, a walker? What, what, what are you expecting me to do where everyone else is eating? Take pictures of them eating. Like, do you want that in your wedding album? Like, are you okay? I've taken that time of my day. I'm having a reduced rate because you're cheap anyway. And now you're saying that you can't frigging feed me. Nah, you're mad. And seriously. I can't stop for a break. Nah, do, you know what I think, do you know what I think I would do that's even pettier? I wouldn't even say anything. I would delete them all, and then for the rest of the night, I'm just taking pictures of me. <laughs> they like present. They have a whole thing of come and see the wedding pictures, and then they sit down, and there's just all pictures of me going fuck off. <laughs> I'm taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. What would have happened if he went to the kitchen? What would have <laughs> exactly. So there was a kitchen. This sounds like some kind of like little pub type. Like Whatever, what would happen if I, I, I as a photographer took myself and went to start discards? I'd be like this in the, on your face. Okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to punch me? Is it a fight? <laughs> I think what he did was the only solution to the treatment. Like, there's no other way. It literally is. You are not. You're not getting any pictures from me. I've wasted my day because really, you. He was being abusive. Like you're mm. actually treating this man like a slave. Like he's getting flipping like $25 an hour to take pictures at a wedding. That's bonkers in itself. So I wouldn't have done it from then, but I definitely would have been petty enough. I feel like I would have felt to break my camera, which is self-inflicted pain. Yeah. But I would, I, there would be some dramatic, and so I get the, dra right. the dramatic thing was deleting all the pictures because I'd be so pissed. Not even water or a Not break. That is disgusting. Water. That's against the law. In 110 degrees or whatever the hell it was, like. And and we're supposed in. to be brethren. Nah. nah. That's nah. the thing. Imagine that's meant to be your brethren. I'm telling you, I'm that's causing a scene. Like, I'm causing a scene. They're not friends. That's not friends. You have to. Oh, you mark every picture with an X. 
So just it's just I'm giving you your pictures, but everything has got a watermark. No, on. Just, no, I no. I'm I am literally. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say I'm literally standing in front. You know, like even, even worse than me just taking a picture of myself. I'm standing in front of you, blocking you, so you can just see your shadow and yeah. me in the front. Use them. There's no energy. I'm not going on to shadow. There's no energy. I just, I just think like if 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 you think that it's okay to be that disrespectful in your yeah. most memorable day, how about yeah. you don't remember it then? No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, gonna oh, have oh, you're gonna have to have mobile phone pictures. Like you're yeah, gonna be like, you know what I mean? all my guests. Well, you have no pictures. Can you send me all the pictures that you took? Oh, you yeah. Yeah. Push the cake over if they had a cake. Push the cake oh, over. Do yeah, something. all of that. I think he should have done all of that. <laughs> Deleted the pictures and destroyed the place. Destroyed and, the and cake. And then be like, like girls and left. Yeah, like, got a glass of red wine and chucked it over the bride. Old white dress. Everything. And he would have been justified to yeah. do all of that. That would have made yeah, it interesting. The down in the car. Can you imagine <laughs> being at a wedding and that took place? I'd flipping never forget that wedding. That would be so oh, funny. Was the best thing ever. Like the I photographer know. went nuts. I just yeah, don't understand how you don't feed the people that are at your wedding. It's just it's there's there's never, any, there's never, like anything that you're doing. You feed the people. Karma came back quick, boy. <laughs> Karma was standing in the doorway, just like, mm, mm, mm. The photographer's <laughs> name was Karma. <laughs> okay, anyway, let's get the comments. Matting. So, okay, Nicholas says they would get photos anyway. People would take photos, um, would have, uh, people would have taken photos on their phone, shooting budgets. He was polite to delete in front of their face. Um, Ronald said, I would have announced the entire wedding, what was going to happen and what I was going to do. And uh, Stephanie says, uh, she says i was recently married and no way could i decline photographers and videographers food shameful and congratulations stephanie Steph and don't lie, you- i was at the wedding and you didn't feed me not really yeah. <laughs> i was at the wedding and i didn't get fed you didn't get fed <laughs> this story's about her not really <laughs> and then she also goes on to say aunties i'm with you a hundred percent no pictures mate one hundred. I like I like the announcement to everybody as well. Like, just, yes, just turn into an event. Like I mean, I'll just yeah. deleting all the pictures. That would, the that would have given them a chance to rectify. Do you know what I mean? Like it would have given it would have forced them to either feed me and also like shame them in front of their their, yeah. their family and friends. But, but yeah, I think shame and delete them. Yeah, and also because yeah. also if they rectify, like okay, we'll give you food. You know. If I was like, okay, if I had time on my hands, the pet it would be your picture would be shaky and blurred after the fact because now I've got fatigue for food. I've got items. <laughs> so after I, if I had to shame you into making me give me food, so I want to come across like, oh yeah, I did a good job. If I had time, definitely your picture would be askew with blurred, pixelated, wrong people label, all that type of shit. If I had time, but I don't have time. I'm pushing over your cake. Fuck you, <laughs> Auntie Farah. What was your dilemma? We're all women. They had so- a cake. So this is this is one that I heard. Well, trifle. <laughs> yeah, they never had a cake. They had a flan. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the case, whatever they had as a constitution of whatever it was a damn cake. That's getting mashed. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this one is one I heard on the radio today, and it's about this guy, and he is dating a girl, and they've been dating for a while, and she wants him to stop talking and block his female friend who he's known for ten years. However, she is still friends with. 
one of the guys who she used to sleep with, who also happens to be his friend. What do you think the man should do? Should he block his ten of his friend of 10 years or should he just be like to his to his girlfriend? Just deal with it. I deal with it. No, just this is even long. No, you don't block, <laughs> don't block a friend. blocking a friend. It's like this is where we now women get blamed for their foolishness, yeah? Because what are you talking about, fam? You're talking to your cop, you're talking to your fuck buddy still. Yeah, allow it. Backup dick, basically. Back up dick. Back up you got it in your man's face trying Lynn, to show you. Auntie Shada used to call it dick in a glass bottle. It's, yeah. the, <laughs> it's the emergency dick. It's all that. Yeah, yeah precisely. And you're talking to an emergency dick in your man's face and he can't talk to his homie for 10 years. Everyone needs to sort out their securities, man. I, I get it. No, you can still talk to your friend. That'd be silly. No, the man needs to run. That's What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Leave her. I think... Um, what do I think? I, I think this is actually... A power play do you know what I mean like in relationships I think like that there's always a bit of a power imbalance it's like true equality just my opinion um so I think it's a power play so it depends if he's an alpha or a beta male really and truly like and also like whether he wants to you know be in charge yeah it's like if he wants to be in charge of a relationship or not do you know what I mean so if she if she if she wins this argument and he deletes all his female friends that that, that shows what kind of relationship they're gonna have he might be okay with that so I don't I, where I don't think it's necessarily fair it's definitely unfair but I think like these are the types of things that happen all the time usually more in reverse um and you know and I think it's normalized in reverse um but yeah, it's an interesting one. Do I think he should do it? Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Does he want to, How committed are you? How committed are you? Uh, what kind of relationship do you want to have? If he, if he, if he just wants to think, then do it. Like it's, it's not a biggie. And also, like just because your girlfriend had a relationship with someone else in the past doesn't mean it's anything or that they're gonna think, um, act on it in the future or anything like that. You've already gotten with her, knowing that that's the fact anyway. Do you know what I mean? So. So yeah, it's it's, it's 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 just about her. Like, where's her head at? And it is a power play. Yeah, does she definitely. feel insecure about this? Well, obviously she does. Yeah, but if you give in to this part of an insecurity, there will be exactly. more. And do you want to be dictated to as to who you speak to? The answer should always be no. I should have autonomy onto who I speak to and when I speak to them. And if it starts from the beginning, it's going to go on till the end. Like, it's like run for the hills now before you're invested and you marry her. Because that's the type of woman that will probably take all you have. Like, she's already planted seeds that she she can overpower you. It's like, before you know it, you're going to be homeless, living at your mum's yard because she took the house from you. Like, you're just going to be a doormat. Like, don't don't let it happen now. And it applies, it applies both ways as well. Yeah. Like, I, Think I about like how that. many women have that and they lose all of their friends. All of their friends. Yeah. Where do they end up? Back at their yeah. mum's house, like rebuilding their life again. Like, don't, I think those, you think it's small. It's, they may be like a friend that you kind of, you've known for a long time, but you may think they're, the, you know, they're expendable. I could lose that friend for the sake of this person that loves me. It's just a beginning. It's just like a seed. And before you know it, you've lost everyone. I think you're all right. This is this is how it starts. So be very careful with what you're going to do because this is going to set the tone for the entirety of your relationship. So 
next thing he's going to be telling you if it's the other way around or she's going to be telling you what to wear. Yeah, when you can ring your mum. Like, yeah. like, just know, like, you got with me and I was you can ring your mum. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? No, I, don't, I don't like how your mum wants yeah, to always always talking talking to your the time. <laughs> I feel like it's undermining me and our relationship. I've never had the goal. Could you imagine? Let's not go to your mum. Like you said, it's a power play. She yeah. can see that mm. way. He oh, ducked his brethren of 10 years yeah. ago. If he what can drop can a good get? friend, yeah. he can drop a mum, he can drop his sibling, he can drop his job. Can drop everything, and then the next thing he's just there, like a hermit at your yeah. call. And then she's saying, "You don't do enough for me." Like you're man up. Yeah. <laughs> and she's destroyed him. Then he's a shriveling wreck in the corner of the room. And she's with the brethren that she used to bang. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 telling him what's the problem. <laughs> While she's taking it from behind. <laughs> And on that note, for <laughs> the culture, um, and you know, oh, who was singing there? Was that Shade? <laughs> Listen, no. yeah, he's fine. No, no, no. Goes was, to the comments. Was... She's actually been humming a tune. No, she's been singing each time. It was like da 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 da. She has done that every time she has gone to the comments. <laughs> that's to the comments, and that's not the same thing. As a big old thing. It never sounds like that. (laughs) (laughs) It does to me. (laughs) That was like some feral singing. We're not feral. Wait, wait, wait. What was it like? Say it again. Feral singing. Because that's what it sounds like to me. It doesn't. It doesn't. I think if you listen to it. You can't tell me what I hear. Well, that you means you need to help it. you get better hearing. You can't tell I'll, me what I'll, I hear. go, I'll go closer to my mic. What the audience hears is literally a, a rendition akin to Beyonce singing Ave Maria, what I believe. Yeah. I, I think so too. Say that again. It's, it's, it's like Halo. It's like when Beyonce sings Halo. That's no, what they hear what, when they hear <laughs> You guys, are, you know what? You know that meme. You know that meme. That that um that TikTok. Yeah. You know that TikTok where they think that they're singing like Beyonce, and then they play it back, and it sounds like a feral cat. That's YouTube. Even the reverb came back to hear me echo that tune. Did you hear the reverb come back? Go 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 again. It's it's the same same notes. Pretty much. Pretty much. Beyonce, you know, anyway, she's my best friend right now, so it is what it is. She agreed. When are you going to call her so that she can join us on your aunties? Could never. Oh, um, just sorting it out. Sort it out, please, for episode 84. Okay, cool. Because I know that she likes four, and eight is two fours together, so it's actually the bag. Literally, definitely. And it will be four, 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 like her husband, no? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So episode 84, make it happen, yeah? In the bag, don't worry. If you don't, then you owe us all a million pounds each. <laughs> Thank you. Again, also, that's fine. <laughs> so you've got Jay-Z money now, look at that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Ronald said he hears Yoko Ono when you lot sing. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
Mm. Yes, I don't. You're like, it's freaking hilarious. It's freaking hilarious, mate. No, no, no. Anyway, oh no, Beyonce. I see similarities. Kind of, maybe. All right, so basically, everyone's talking about it. Jesse Nelson, for, of formerly of Little Mix, has broken out, gone solo, and she's released a song called Bad Boys or Boys, whatever it's called, using no, it's the called Diddy Boys. beat. It's called Boys, yeah, using the beat from Diddy's Bad Boys for Life. And she's, you know, bad girling her way through the video, shaking off 24,000 packs of weave on her head and done the overly lip line, lip line. And people are accusing her of black fishing because her skin is darker than the average white girl. And she's, you know, doing all the kind of, stereotypical moves and movements that I guess they assume black girls do in R&B type fields. Um, the video also, or the song, features Nicki Minaj, uh, her new best friend, and also has been had a co-sign from the, the one and only Diddy himself, who's in, he makes a cameo in the video, and that's a very big endorsement, having Diddy in your video, I mean, and allowing, obviously he's going to make money, but also the fact that he's let her use his beat, that's huge for a breakout artist. Yeah, single. Um, so, and then, you know, the accusations of blackfishing came about. She's very defensive, like, you know, you know, I'm a, I've been a fan of black music and black culture. I know I'm a British white woman. I would never, 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 never do anything to offend anyone. Yet you have. Um, and it's not my intention. I just love the culture. I was raised in the culture. And then um, Nicki Minaj decided to do her solid and have Jessie on her live with her and um, proceeded to defend Jessie's stance and positioning against the horrible, horrible people that are coming for her, accusing her of black fishing and being horrible to the poor little girl. I just wanted to know what you guys thought. Is Nikki within her, well, she's within her rights, but was, did Rick, Nikki do the right thing in defending Jesse? What do you think? Is Jesse black fishing? Do you think she's black fishing? That's my question. <laughs> Anybody can go for it. Well... Oh, my issue with the whole Nikki Live thing, and she'll probably see this because she's been looking at everyone and getting jumping into their ish. Oh, really? When, yeah, 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 when they talk about stuff. But my thing about it was that, on the one hand, she was saying, Jessie's been bullied her whole life and, you know, let people live and let them, pe let them do this and let them do that. And then, on the other hand, she's cussing Leanne and basically setting the barbs on her on the one hand she's cussing miley cyrus back in the day for appropriation and what's good you know she's cussing miley cyrus back in the day for appropriation and then the next hand when she's cutting a check she seems to be quite okay with it on the other hand we all know what's going on with her husband at the moment and there is a sort of bit of me that feels like this is some sort of deflection that she's doing like what kind of deal has she got where she's going on live with jesse like i and just speaking like she's from jamaica when you're <laughs> from trinidad love girl you know representing your country she's from trinidad she's not from jamaica like why is she busting some blood clot fire bun type talk like come on now and it was like no it was it was the most random thing for me i feel like they're making out like the tune is Grammy award winning and it really <laughs> isn't. And that's me listening to it and not even looking at the video. And it, there's just, oh. Ad additionally, what I took 
away from that live was when Jesse said, I just came back from St. Lucia. I tan really dark. I'm a, I'm lucky enough to be a white woman who tans really dark. And I remember Leanne even said to me, are you sure you're not mixed? Because you tan really dark. And I said, no. And what's the other thing that she said? Um, <laughs> how Leanne, she said she didn't understand where this has come from, even though Leanne had said to her, I'm just going to let you know, like on their last video, one of their last videos, this is what you're doing is not right. Like you're, it's appropriation. How can you make up like you're unaware of all these things if this is what you're doing and someone has told you, if one of you aunties start acting the fool and I say something to you, you can't later say that you didn't know that you were acting the fool. Ah, that's that. I am, um... oh, sorry, we was going to say something. No, go on, go on. I think um, it's just really, to be fair, I kind of fell out of love with Nikki a long time ago. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, she's one of those celebrities that you kind of, like, tolerate. And sometimes she looks cute and you're just like, oh, that's cute kind of thing. And she's says wild stuff. And she, you know, she's a very powerful woman and she, she can say some very empowering things. But I just think that this whole thing is just totally misplaced. I think that she basically try to set her barbs onto Leanne, which yeah. is really just bullying at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. The very thing that, you know, Jesse done a documentary about um, saying that people should be kind to her and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, you've got Nicki Minaj, you know, basically cussing one of your friends for over 10 years and you're just sitting there laughing like it's nothing that is like the epitome that visual was just like that's a frenemy that's a snake that's that's those that is that kind of person because you just don't do that if that someone is your genuine friend and she had plenty of opportunity to interrupt Nikki and say something and say no let me put the record straight or let me say this but no because you're what impressed by celebrity or maybe you're just a bitch like you just literally let Nikki like slate your friends like unbelievably um, at the end of what is an hour long conversation of basic mm-hmm. gibberish of a, a track <laughs> that is just nonsense. Like it's just, and I just think like, is Nikki, is she, is this calculated or is this is a, a complete desperate plea to kind of go on with some sort of normality when her actual world is crumbling because she makes shitty decisions? Do you know what I mean? And it's just, it, it's just painful to watch. I really, I really, really just dislike Jesse after this. Like before I really didn't, you know, wasn't too tight. I thought mm, maybe they just fell out and this is how they're de- dealing with it kind of thing. But no, nah, she came across as a nasty piece of work. And I just thought it was very manipulative. Um, you know, I, I and I thought as well, it's no, it's no telling that you're saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with it or you're coming that position because that's what <laughs> white privilege is, isn't it? It's the epitome of <laughs> dabbling in something and then saying, oh, sorry, I didn't know. Oh, but anyway, I'm not going to stop doing it. I'm going to continue because this black person has endorsed me. So it's okay. Like Nikki played the role of Coon, of Mammy, basically in that live it was unbelievable like what what, what the fuck was i watching i was just shocked. <laughs> it was so disappointing it was so disappointing and i just thought it was really unfair for nikki to also say that oh leanne should have spoken up 
anyone who's dealt with any sort of racism, any sort of colorism knows how difficult it's, it is to speak up when you're an absolute minority in your world. It's so difficult. So for her to even come out with a documentary was even a feat. So it's just, mm -hmm. oh, I don't know, it was just too, it, it, it was just a lot. I just thought Nikki was just a, oh, just frustrating. But yeah, those are my thoughts. I was appalled is the word I put in our group. Absolutely appalled that Nicki Minaj in her position, to me, I see her like she's an OG. She's one of the elders that you would actually go on a live and get involved in like little girls business. And the fact that she had worked with them when they were a group as well. If you were really like, I'm going to defend it for this artist that I believe in, you take it to group chat or you get them on the phone or you get them on Zoom and you talk to the two of them. That's the position that she should be in as an elder black woman. Like I was so disgusted that she publicly to over 100,000 people was telling Leanne, calling her a clown, saying that she's jealous of somebody, saying that she has no legitimate reasons to be even talking about this being blackfishing when you were basically going after Miley Cyrus for exactly the same thing and exactly wow. the same look, exactly the same look. But Jessie has already had this three years ago. She's been down this road. She's heard people were like, no, you're appropriating. This is not your colour. You're tanning too far. You're getting too dark. You, you, your bandmate told you this. And then now you're coming back and being like, no, she's bullying her, but you're calling her a clown. And then you told her to suck her mum. It was, I was so disgusted. I was like, this is coonery at the highest level from somebody, mm -hmm. somebody who is yeah, the, one like the, the biggest artist. It's like, how could you even allow your legacy to go down this road to another black woman? Like you, you're on record doing this for this white artist who has form at this as well, who lied about not using fake tans. Like she has form for going to Brazilian dark is the name of the dark of the tan that she likes using. That it's like, you get so your, your skin is darker than Nikki in the video. Actually. It's like in some cuts, it's like you're darker than her and you're a white woman from Essex. This is appropriation. Like you're using an ambiguous racial look to further your career. That is not okay. You didn't know anything about the artists that Nikki was talking about. You was like, who's that? Who's Little Dirt? You, you're you not immersed in black culture. Yeah. You're not immersed in black culture. Oh, 50 Cent's got a girlfriend. Let's oh, say I like the blackest, like most significant man out there right now in that And, and you fancy and him. You don't know he's got a girlfriend. You like, fancy 50 Cent, but you yeah. don't know that he has a wife. You are so far removed from black culture. You don't speak on black issues, yeah. but you want black money. No, it's disgusting. And for Nikki, Nikki just lost so, uh, ah, like the depths of depravity, like literally a proper Uncle Tom. It was so embarrassing to watch. And I don't know why she's going into this self-sabotage mode, but it was thoroughly disheartening to be watching that. There were so many times I was just turning to Russ and being like, I'm actually listening to this. This is real. Are they having this insane conversation? Like live? Yeah. Sorry, I'm so, sorry to interrupt you. Remember I said before, like, I feel like, is someone controlling her? Because it doesn't make any, I'm so, and, and maybe that's just me wanting it to not be real, like this is actually coming from her, because it doesn't make sense. But then at the same time, Nikki does have form 
for this type of fuckery. She does have form for this fuckery. We just forget about it. Cardi called her out on it. Cardi Remy called her, called her, Remy her out. Called her. People have been calling. Little Kim's called her out. Bare yeah. people have called her out for her fuckery. We just forget about it. This yeah, is the same chick who was the other day talking about her cousin's best friend's balls <laughs> dried up when he took COVID. Like, no, I, it, it, I, I, I was disgusted. I just don't understand. Well, I think you guys said it all because of it was, it was, it was I, as you said, it's like, what am I actually watching? Nikki, you're big time Nicki Minaj at this point. Big time. You've also, you've, you've, tra- you've moved on to the next space. You're a mother now. And it's not, it's not that you should, there's, depending on, and again, yeah, the motherhood thing. it's yeah. not like you have to be a certain way. You can still be who you are. That's, that's all. You can still be who you are. But there has to be, an ele- well, there, I guess I, I will say there has to be. I know when I became a mother, there was an element of, I've got a next phase of responsibility. You're right. And, and I suppose we're going to talk about women and motherhood. She's got a son in her arms. She's raising a son. I mean, I, but also we have to maybe look at, and maybe it's, it's a sensitive area to discuss, what lengths has Nikki gone to be present to present herself as an ambiguous black woman? Because she's not mixed yeah. race. So, and, and I, as I was discussing that, and I, I said, I don't want to be dissing women and their looks but we do that enough we have that enough however both of them are sitting there with the cake on both of them are presenting a version that's not them Mm. both of them are presenting a false image and what was baffling me and this is the world that we the empress new clothes world that we live in is that we had scores of comments i think auntie Anna, you said that maybe they're they're filtered comments but no they they absolutely were yeah maybe yeah they were so Scores yeah. of comments. Nikki, you're glowing. Nikki, you look beautiful. Nikki's wow. But I'm like, and Jesse's so beautiful. Now, it's not a question of beauty. Beauty's an eye of the beholder. So there's that. I have my opinions on who was beautiful in that live and who wasn't. That's my opinion. And I'm not going to say that's for the world to agree with or disagree with. But Nikki's sitting there with a filter on. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you? What is the world saying that Nikki is glowing and beautiful? Because you've got a filter on. And again, I'm not, I don't want it to be like, pitting and but we're talking about looks which is really important and for black women it's so important in this space to have a certain look that gets you more the diddy endorsement could i go and say i'm leaving little mix and they'll say i want to use bad boys for life and that's a tune for me i grew up at that time i want to break out could would diddy let me use his tune would diddy come up in my video would Nicki minaj jump on my track with the way i look with my, the way I look today, I think Diddy would if you paid him enough. And I think Nikki would. I think, yeah. I genuinely think these two, it's about the back. But I think also, sorry, I think there's also an element of what they know will sell. So there's an element there. Maybe if I gave him 40 million, like, but my stakes would be higher than probably Jessica's. Because what would would I sell with their even with their endorsement? Would I sell? So there's an element. There's a real reality about what looks sell, and what's going to pass. And these you, they're, they're perpetuating. I mean, Diddy has form for that, doesn't he? That's anyway. what I'm saying. Like, he has real form for colorism and everything yeah. else. Um, or just on he the motherhood thing. He, him too's got form for fuckery. hundred percent. But on the like, motherhood you know, thing, come out and say that Diddy. Diddy's got fat and others are starving. Like you name someone from Bad Boy who's flossing, like Diddy's but flossing. That, but mm. is, like, the money is a real thing, but it's also understanding what it will is. work. And we have black people behind the scenes puppeteering and perpetuating this 
thing where this white girl from wherever she's from in UK, Romford, no, Romford, yeah, Essex, an Essex chick from any kind of background can just come and use yeah. the bad boys for life tune. There's something about preserving our culture, yeah. There's something about having respect for the fuck the shit that we hard grafted and put out there and changed the world with. I and think. Sorry, yeah. I think we have to change that bit of the narrative, though. That that just because or not not necessarily in us, but just because like a black person who's made that this great tune that means everything to everybody, that then it means a black endorsement. It really doesn't. Do you know what I mean? It just means that an artist has allowed you to, as a fellow artist, use this. It, it says nothing to the black community. And that's the kind of narrative that we need to put up, out because this and and just just, you know, Nikki being in the um being on the track and then doing this live together, it's trying to get that 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 cosign, isn't it? Like you can't co like people can see through this bullshit like I, I really just don't think that this is going to go the way they think it's going to go yes you'll probably do numbers yes you do numbers at the moment but those numbers are probably inflated numbers do you yeah. know what I mean like uh, her label and the amount of money that they have to push to make this whether they're going to get that back is another story we don't yeah, even know do you know what I mean but like she doesn't seem to have the gumption at the moment to actually even make this work properly because if I was her manager, I would have pulled that interview. There was, no, there's no, I would have pulled that whole thing. It wasn't about her. It was about Nikki. And and I get the, the the I I what I thought when I when I was watching it was just like, what does Nikki owe the label that she has to muss up in this way? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 I had yeah. So no, that, that's real. I think that's actually very real. Mm -hmm. Like, what is Nikki? Who is she puppeteering for? why she's doing all of these things because I think it's it's really um I I feel, I feel like there's some danger element around it. Like, I don't know what she's got herself into, but mm -hmm. it doesn't seem of sound mind. But that's why I'm what saying she, that's why I'm saying is she being controlled? Like if there's there's a weird sort of something going on and I don't I don't know. It I just don't, I think I, I honestly think that she might just be a little bit of a fucked up person that just has I a think there's that too. <laughs> I, do, I do think there's that too. The other thing is, like you said, back to what you were saying, Auntie Charlie, about co-signing. You're 100% right. Like, we've got to step away from this thing. Just because a black person says something doesn't make it okay. Mm -hmm. It's not okay. I'm not saying that against anyone. That wasn't a comeback. It was just a fact. No, it was just, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't a good thing of saying the cosine thing because it was on the back of what I said. I was just saying that no, I'm definitely. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just like basically. I'm agreeing with all of you. Like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I was, I was just going to get back to um, Jesse when she was like, she made a point to say, and Diddy's all right with Diddy. Diddy's all right with it. Yeah. So yeah. What if Diddy's all right with it. Yeah. Diddy's all right with it because he's cutting a check. It's yeah. like, and Diddy's not the. He's not the. A all and B all. He's not the font of all. He doesn't speak for. He's all. not the voice of black people. He's not he's the voice of black people. He's not, he's not he's president not. of black. That's not. No, he's actually true. far from it, really. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, both of them. Exactly, they are. They're very they're far, far removed yeah. from the reality of what goes on as well. Yeah, very that's far removed. See these people in these spaces and say, "That's my cosign. That's my thing." And that's yeah, that that's what people people don't look. That's why you got people in the comments saying Nikki's glowing. But she's got computer on her face. Yeah. I'm not absolutely against. You know, I love a filter. <laughs> I love a filter. No, no, I'm, I'm not absolutely against it. 
And I think that filters can only really work if you've got a good base anyway, just like yeah. makeup. So <laughs> that, that's my opinion. You might not necessarily agree with that, but that's my opinion. Um, yeah. you know I'm what not against that. But the thing that I do take, and I think it's easy Mills made a point of this today. Stop saying that black women have blonde wigs right. or extensions yeah. mm-hmm. like or the whatever. It's not the same. Because yeah. when I put this on, I can't go out and pass or someone think, oh, what is she? You know what the fuck I am. Yeah? They're like, like, like from Germany? Where is she from? Oh, she's a bit ambiguous. Ambiguously black. No, I'm not. Like it's like it's the, like it's not the same thing. So everyone who says that needs to quit it because it's really not the same thing. And I know the reality of that thing of that that ambiguity. It's it, it's it stomps on top of black women. Yeah. Yeah, this What I was going to mention was just that Leanne has had twins not even a month ago. Yeah, yeah. And that you kind of like threw her, threw her to the wolves like that. Like for even the the blogger guy, who I'm only can yeah. presume that Leanne and this guy probably chat normally, like has a, some type of a relationship. I don't feel like she just stumbled across his his page and decided to message him. I don't think she's messy like that in any way, shape or form. And he only scrolled so far when he's showing the DMs, which Mm -hmm. probably suggests that they have spoken before then and may have been speaking for years. As he said, he was a staunch Little Mix fan. The fact that she is a new mother and you threw her out there, that's one person. But that Jesse... Explain what happened in that scenario. What happened with, um, his name is Nuhan, he was the one that actually exposed that Leanne had got in touch with him. He did a dance to Jesse's track. Leanne got in touch with him and was like, you should actually do a video about her blackfishing with a kind of screwed up face, which could be similar to a laugh out loud type of, you know. Um, and then he goes on to, what do you mean? And she explains, like, she's a horrible person. She's blocked us all. He says, you want me to remove the video? She says, it's up to you. And then he comes back at her later on with, uh, I think if you want to talk about her blackfishing, you should do this. And then he exposed that to everybody on the internet. He shared their DM message, which then threw Leanne into the mix that she is now jealous of Jesse, which led mm-hmm. to Nicki Minaj and her having this live. But the point is, it's like she is a new mother and you're causing her stress. And it it feels really evil that none of them actually was just like at this moment even if I do feel this girl was doing fuckery to me I am not going to infringe on her mental health in this tricky stage of her life like her hormones are all over the place maybe this is out of whack for her to even come at Jessie in this way but to send people to her with hate yeah to me is thoroughly disgusting yeah. like there's no excuse for it. woman yeah the thing I was just going to say, the other thing is as well, Nikki's comment about Leanne um, being jealous and that she's going nowhere. Girl, she got a whole film coming out. Exactly. Mm. She is, she's, she's okay, right? She's fine. She's, she's able to speak about her experiences now and do stuff. She's set up charities and funds. Let's see what happens there. She's, you know, she's just had these two beautiful babies. Let's let's give her a chance to be a mother, like Auntie Nana said. And she's got a whole film coming out. She's okay. This is not the 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 movements of a jealous person. Because she calls out someone, 
and wants them to be hold, held accountable for what they, for something that she's actually commented on personally to her, to her face before. She, come on, that's not the acts of a jealous person. That's and Nikki coming out and calling her a clown, and you're just making us yourself look like a clown. That's the thing. I think, I think it also just demonstrates that how black women, and I know, um, Leanne, she's mixed race, right? Like, I think she it's just black women or, you know, people of colour, they're just not afforded the same sort of sympathies, right? They just don't yeah. get the same sort of grace. It's just like, oh, you know, she just had a baby. Nikki doesn't even seem to sympathise in or empathise in any sort of way. She's literally just had a baby. But no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Jessie doesn't care. And they just basically just attacked her. And it's just like, they just, they. this is the thing that, you know, essentially what Leanne's talking about, yes. you know, that you, yeah, you're right. As a black woman, you're just not protected at all, kind of thing. You're allowed to be attacked like constantly. And it's just like, you know, it's just the hypocrisy that Jesse is trying to build a platform and be of fairness. And um, do you know what I mean? Like being kind to people when you're at, at the same hand, you're being horrible to someone else. And I think people can see it. I, I really don't think that. Um, Nikki has succeeded in helping anything. I think she's made it worse, and yeah. hopefully the label can yeah. see that 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 what they decide that when they decided to do this live, it was a bad fucking idea. Do you know what I mean? Like um, Nikki's done. I think you. Sorry, go on, Auntie. Okay. Nikki's. I was saying Nikki's done the equivalent of reading a Twitter headline and jumping on into an argument without reading the facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's, new what's new? What? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you know Leanne's situation? How are you just jump? Yeah. She's literally. Why, why do you believe Jesse over why Leanne? Do you believe why, Jesse and, and like you're saying, it's just like a a decent person will try and resolve rather than exact. Because you're at that status now. That's what you should be doing. That's where she should be. She should be like harmony. She should be like let's sort this out. Let's As an elder alone. in the game, you should be like let's resolve this. Not I'm going to be equally as catty. Like it's yeah. like that's disgusting. And and just like Auntie Sade said earlier on, you have, I, I'm sorry, like you do have to look at Jesse and wonder why at no point in time that you said, hold on a minute, she's not that type of character. Mm. Hold on a minute, she did actually say this to me, but I didn't think, it's her whole, she was like, thanks for saying that, babe. Yeah, thanks yeah. for saying that, babe. Oh, you're a fucking queen. Like, get out of here, but from the worst kind of girl. Like, it's just absolutely yeah. like it's just like oh, I'm a victim. I can't even speak my own battles. I need to get someone like older and black to, to fight for me. Like, fuck off. See how she you sat there with her flipping gone yeah. and like just staring at Nikki <sighs> as she was like reading. She's not even had she's not even on the levels. But then there was the other thing as well when she was talking about her hair texture. Oh, you know, I wanted to emulate my hair texture. I've got naturally curly hair. It's not. I mean, that's, not I mean do you know how much? Sorry, do you know how hair's evolved? Hair packing. Do you know how hair weave has evolved? Where you could absolutely get the hair that's like your hair, but yet you went for water wave. That's Afro lady. Yeah. You did not go for. Uh, you did not that every single picture of the curly hair of that particular style is. Like, she probably had Beyonce in her mind. Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. And it was leveled. Like. But the thing is, you know what? I think if you're going to do it, then just say, like, I like it. Yes. You know what I mean? Just say, like, I really like it. I'm not trying to offend anyone, but I really like it. I wanted to see how it looked on me. Do you know what I mean? Kind of thing. And I hope that I try to pull it off. But I'm not trying to, like, make light of anyone's culture. I just really appreciate it. That I can respect. A hundred percent. And I think that is exactly what she was lacking. 
Just mm-hmm. own your fucking shit. That's who she's yeah. lying. Yeah, just she's lying. Yes. She's just lying. She just lied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Well, I think someone had a picture of her friendship group. Your friendship group's not black. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing about you. And students. the fact you don't know Young MA at your age and you're in the music industry, you should definitely know who Young MA is. Exactly. Who's that? Exactly. <laughs> she knows nothing. It's just but, like yeah, that's just so. It's so. It's just so bad. Like she should have really just not done it. I just. I really don't understand why she done it, man. It's just, it's so yeah. harmful. And like, this is going to live now. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, she posted like, it in it. She didn't even delete the live. Like, the yeah. live is like on her face. the live. And this, and this is what you want to be known for. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand how this is empowering you. No, babe, this is wrong. You're on the wrong side of history for this one. Honestly. Nikki's Comment done history. a deal with some people. I yeah, swear. She We're going to see her awarded with some type of position, and it's going to be like, oh, that's why oh. she sold out. Glamour Woman of the Year, probably. I feel like some type of political something. Oh, okay. I think it's coming. In the next five years, Nikki's going to transition. This was a deal. She did a deal with some type of devils to show up the culture and she's moving in some way. Mark my words, as they say, as my mum would say, mark it on the wall. (laughs) Nikki's done a deal. (laughs) Let's let's get the um, comments. Okay, so... Okay. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> but that's not singing. No. We don't have HR. Who are you reporting us to? <laughs> she is HR, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hold a tribunal. <laughs> yourself yeah. <laughs> and executioner <laughs> <sighs> okay so ronald says i know this is not secular sec secutor what does non secutor what does that mean anybody can you finish eating please <laughs> yeah we need the dictionary come on i can't see yeah. it oh i've missed it then like another it. point like not not what you're talking about i know this is non secutor but goes on to say, now some white conservatives in the US are touting Nikki as a high-profile black person who stands up to the liberal elites by being anti-vaccine. Um, he also goes oh, on to Lord. say, this is Ronald, there, are, there you go again, this uh, this is you ladies taking it to another level. <laughs> and Candy says, uh, no hun um, was out of order because Leanne was not in in, in inciting him to actually do the video she was privately calling him in as he is mixed mixed and normally talks about black issues so she was like why you dancing up in her video and ignoring the very serious issue i think that's fine that's that's i actually was trying to find out what his race was he looked kind of asian and i thought Uh, yeah his hair is a little bit Mixed-ish, but you know his face to me looked really Asian, so I wasn't sure either. But yeah. I thought the fact that she would contact him, he probably is mixed as well. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's like you said as well. They've obviously had some sort of friendship, which yeah. is why she's contacted him. It's not like she just found a random on the internet and been like, why no, I, that is, I, I hate that exposure of private conversations. I think that is like absolutely disgusting. Like a proper infringement on somebody's privacy, but the fact that you're not even taken into consideration 
she is a new mother with mm-hmm. two with twins, probably yeah. sleep deprived and everything else. And yeah. it's like you're bringing controversy to her door. Like, why? It's disgusting. And the thing is, it's just like with Jesse as well. Like, it's just like people have brought up the blackfish into her, and she her excuse was like, "Oh, it was my team that was dealing with it. My team deleted comments, so I don't know nothing about that." It's just like, nah, you do. You just don't want to deal. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. you're you're just ignoring it. Like, like Auntie Nana said, she's she's a liar, man. She's a liar. And that's that on that. Aunties, <laughs> what's made you sad, mad, and glad this week, Auntie Nana? okay so my sad um oh I don't even know if I can even go into it without crying straight away but um I'm going to be saying goodbye to my friend Emmanuel Botre this week who died from a heart attack and just he was a, a great uni friend and gave me some pieces of advice that really changed sorry oh it just changed the course of my life and I just thank you to him Okay. Um, still mad at Nikki, <laughs> so it's gonna, I'm glad that I got it off my chest because she was totally pissing me off just watching her. And super glad for Sunday, spending time with you guys, but actually like performing on stage. Again, that's actually set me off. Just being on stage <laughs> was really, it was really fun, and I missed it. So yeah, more stage time with you, ladies. And I love you all. Bless you. I was um, on mute. Love you too, Auntie Nana. Yeah. Um, so my sad is about, is it Jelani Day, who was found murdered in the US. Um, yeah. It was actually missing organs. And like, it was just, yeah. just awful, like horrific autopsy reports and stuff. And I'm just really sad about that. Um, I think I'm also mad um about Nikki um and just how people are just you know not really focusing on the issue like another thing as well is just like this whole kind of like she's not black fishing she's mixed race fishing it's just like it's the same goddamn thing let's not be silly um do you know what I mean just trying to dilute the conversation and stuff I am glad for many reasons first of all for TBB that's done really well the British blacklist this uh this coming week kind of thing it was very impressive pulling everything off so well done so Auntie AK with the vision the founder and stuff and Auntie Farah who pulled it together under yeah 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 so well done and also being on stage being part of um BE, the podcasting festival, um, that was really great kind of thing. It was definitely like an experience. Our first kind of like, um, like it went in like a, a bigger audience and stuff and live. It was really cool. Um, and I think we done really well. Do you know what I mean? And we was a bit nervous beforehand, but it just kind of went smooth we sailing did, we and did. it felt very natural. So yeah, like what Auntie Nana said, like give us more. Also, <laughs> Irene, who we've spoken about a couple of weeks, she um, has a company called uh, Taller Than Your Average, TTYA, and she's just launched a shoe line with ASOS, and it's for, um, yeah, it's just it's just pretty amazing. I was, like, super impressed. Like, I don't, I, I don't know, I just came across it, like, randomly and stuff, and she's doing, like, shoes in bigger sizes. Like, someone with me with big feet, oh, my God, it's so amazing. So I've ordered some boots, um, oh. and I'm very excited for them to come. What size did you go up to? Uh, 13, you know? Wow. Um, okay. 
Listen, I'm, that's I'm the news for my, my sister. sister. And my sister's birthday's coming up. She like yeah. she, my sister's like six foot something. That's decent for her. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna take my sister. My sister's like a size nine, ten. So yeah. yeah. It's hard to get okay, I didn't know about that. We could thank you. No worries. Um what's made me sad? Um well, um well, I didn't know about the Janani Day and I don't like seeing people cry, so that's made me sad just now. I didn't have a sad, so but and obviously love to the manual to Bo- Emmanuel's family. Um, those who are in pain at this time and Jelani Day's family. Mm. Um, my mad. Oh, I sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. I put stuff in Farah's name. Uh, Farah's name. I saw that. <laughs> Telling you what to say, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're taking that, her face. Yeah, I'm mad that I can't walk in heels. I still, I mean, I did well. I have had to wear heels pretty much every day of last week with all the various outfits that I wore. But um, it's a problem, man. I'm really, really, really upset that I can't wear heels for a long periods of amount of time and I have to always have flats in my bag. So I'm already a bag lady. I always have to have an extra pair of shoes in my bloody bag. Um, but anyway, so that's my mad. I just want to have the ability to wear stilettos in peace. And I'm also obviously glad about the week. Um, it went better than I could have ever, ever imagined. So many things have happened. Just very, very glad. Um, and very a big thank you to my to, I don't say my team the, the women that helped me bring this together um Ajifara, Amber um and then our, our runners for the day Amira and Amma and um definitely special she's not on the chat because I think she's working hard to Akia Fosuheni otherwise known as my local dressmaker who made me the baddest bad boyest of the bad boyest suits to a please go to my local dressmaker on Instagram she makes menswear and women's wear and mm. me and her have a very humorous probably she won't say it's always humorous relationship when it comes to designing things but <laughs> if, so, if someone is the epitome of give them an idea and they do it my god she can do it and she's pulled off amazing outfits for me this is one of the best ones i've had and she did it amazing in such a short space of time as well um i looked good <laughs> yeah, she made me look good better um, than good she looked amazing um just generally just also just thank you and not thank you, but glad. Just very glad about what happened last week and the move that um, my platform is making. Um, pitching myself that I actually got it done. Auntie Farah. I don't have a sad. I'm mad at Nikki, but I just have more glads. I'm so glad that we did our first live festival, if you like, on stage all together and just like Auntie Shade said we were nervous to begin with but the thing that I love about us even when we started doing these lives as soon as we're on air we are on and we are in sync and we just get each other and it's fantastic being around you and I always learn something and what was fantastic is the other people the other podcasters in the room that they appreciated what we were doing and they've spoken about it and yeah shout out to Sheila well done to you for bringing that together. Like, thank you so much for inviting us. That was, you know, it was an amazing thing. Um, I am super ugly and emotional. Ooh. Um, I'm super proud of Aquaia. Um, <laughs> I'm not that proud. I'm super proud of Aquaia. Um, and it's just time for you to understand Woo. the powerhouse that you are. Shit. It's time for you to understand the powerhouse that you are, and I'm so glad that you recognized that all these people came together and it was truly a movement. Yeah, yeah. And everyone that was in the room, they would say that it was a movement and they felt it and it was needed. And thank you so much for doing that. And I'm also really proud of myself. 
Yeah, put it on you. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> put it on your damn self. <laughs> For dealing with her. That's what I'm really proud of. <laughs> yeah, you did well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm just really happy at the moment. And I feel like watch this space, man. Like us aunties, we are a force to be reckoned with. And mm-hmm. we are on to some amazing things and thank you so much all of you that are on this ride with us seriously yeah thank you. yeah oh well done <laughs> uh, i didn't actually that. even think this was going to be an emotional one <laughs> oh god loud okay ronald's got one before we go yeah, let's yeah. Get so ronald said my glass he said i'm sad Sorry, uh, that I lost my good friend, uh, Lois Tate. Um, she was a force of nature. I'm glad um, I got to visit Cape Cod and Martha's Vineyard. Um, oh, so you lost Ronald and glad you had some exciting experiences. I'd like to go to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard is on my list. That's on the yeah. list. We need to do it. Aunties go to Martha's Vineyard. Can yeah. I'm guessing it's a vineyard, right? But yeah. it's, just like a really no, it's, a, it's an area. And there's lots of stuff there. There's loads of artists that go there, but it generally features in so many films that it's like, I'm going to go into Martha's Vineyard. It's like, I want to, I want to just go there. I don't even know what's there. It's the summer resort. I'm, going to, I'm going to drink. I feel like there's more than drinking at Martha's I'm sure there is, but I'm going to drink. <laughs> Um, so, so let me just read a few more comments that are just coming in. So T says, congratulations sisters and hello. Sorry, I have not been um, catching up with you. Work life, you know how it is. Yes, we do. Hopefully I'll be turning into a regular very soon. Lovely. And Candy says, we love to see it. Uh, Super proud of you aunties. Thank you. Thank you, Candy. Very much. Um, so just quickly on the hit list, for my unpopular opinion, hit list is not unpopular. I'm sure everyone's feeling the same way. And I think, guys, head over to Sideman's page when he's talking about Uber because it just echoes every sentiment. That just Uber right now, there's I don't know what's going on with Uber. There's a problem. The other day we needed Uber. It there was, just wasn't happening. Um, and uh, just annoyed that Uber's on my Uber's on my hit list. You can't get a car for loving the money. And it's always permanently in the search prices. I don't know what's going on. Some sort of conspiracy. I don't know what the hell's going on. And also, I think I'm gonna have a deferred um hit list. Was it Zipcar? That the wonderful, wonderful. I need to yes. Tian Andrews, who's a co-founder of We Are Parable and um exhibition events team. She also runs a wonderful flower pa- platform called Shirley Blossoms. They do wreaths and things like that. And they she dressed um the halls, the room for um the TB lunch for the blacklisted lunch. She did a wonderful job, packed up at the end of the day. She'd hired a zip car to get her stuff to and fro. Imagine that where she she handed it over to a valet to park the car. The car was parked in a place that didn't have reception. The car's electrical uses technology to open or whatever, or to find itself, or whatever the case is. Whatever the case is, not her fault, but she couldn't get to the van because the van wasn't responding to whatever technology it needed to be able to be used. And when she called up the people to say, this is the situation, can I get another car? And you guys sort it out because it's not my fault. They said no, because if she leaves it, she's liable. She had to stay an extra three to four hours for them to send the RAC to tow the car to a place where it had reception so that it could be opened. 
Now, this is after a long day of an event. Imagine you've done a whole day of events, That's and this is what the, and, and the car company, I don't even know if she's able to get any kind of money compensation. They said that she'd be liable if she was to leave the van. Wow. One of them ones. So that was, that was Zip Van. That was Zip Van. Zip, zip van. Mad thing. So these companies are moving mad, like from Bolt to Uber to Zipcar, all of you bun you. Also, you know what it is with Uber, though, in their defense, why the drivers are now like kind of refusing some types of jobs and, and taking longer is because Uber take 25 percent and they're also offering lots of promotions. So a job where you would have like a local where you would have got five pounds. Now you're getting three pounds. And so and then also you have to pay congestion charge. They're like refusing a lot of jobs because they're not getting paid properly. So and it's also, better to just go. Uber then. I blame Uber. It's not even the drivers. It's, no, Uber. it's Uber. Yeah, it's Uber. But then also all the drivers are on, as I said before, all the different apps. Yeah. So they'll just wait and see if a better journey comes in. Yeah. You know, if there's one for a tenner instead of five pounds, they're going to take that. And, and that's it. Because there's no incentive at the moment for them to take every job because they're just not getting paid properly. So it's like it's on Uber, the company, to sort this out. The drivers are just playing the hustle game. But go to Bolt. Like, if it's not working on Uber, go to Bolt. And I found if you delete the app and put it back on, you usually get a promo as well. So it's like you just got to play the game. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you very much. That was your Aunties Could Never episode 80. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We're on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook and um, don't forget to listen to us on most listening platforms and you can catch us back live on well the replays on YouTube as well um, we'll be back next Tuesday at 5pm UK time bye bye bye, bye. 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 bye.